0: Discover the new three-step Pro Partial range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial. Available at Walmart.
1: This is a a a podcast. The number one chief rocket Jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe.
2: Spicy Conversations.
1: It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota.
2: Rockman <rible sound> Kelly <so veutemo spoke> Microwave.
1: Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. Get you, yeah. get you, yeah. The Sports Bar, also known yeah. as Space Sports Radio.
0: Victor Marlowe. Scola Low
1: seven
3: hundred.
0: It's a BS3 Sports Show.
1: This is DJ Queen from the X Squad.
0: so famous the sports
3: yeah. yeah. oh, soul, soul, soul meets the
1: radio,
4: radio. radio.
0: With cute. Get it up. with the BS podcast.
5: Talking
6: mm-hmm. with Toy Shop.
5: Get it Sports Radio Podcast.
1: Tasty
0: Talk with, with Nancy
7: See ya!
3: Yo, yo, what's good? What's good, y'all? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're live right here on Springer.com. Just a few things before we get started. You can follow us on the Facebook page, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can follow us on the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're also on Twitter at S P 2 And we got the WordPress blog site on WordPress.com. Just search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and you'll see our blog sites right there. And also, you can follow us right here on Springer.com at our page. Just click the follow button when you get there, and get in the chat room, and chop it up with us while we do this show interactively, and, you know, sit back, kick it with us. And we also got a line if you want to call the show. The number is 240-532-2718. And the East is in the house, at least for the Super Bowl, man. AFC East, NFC East, division winners.
5: You know, I didn't even think about it like that. I didn't even think about it like that. Come on, man. I didn't, man. (laughs) Come on, man. I I know I hate the Patriots, and (laughs) my sister is an Eagles fan. I hate
3: hate the Patriots also. Um, Fly, Eagles, fly. That's all I got to say, man.
5: I don't even look. But yeah That's Root, that's all I gotta say man Nick, Go Nick Foles
3: There's nothing Jay
5: Ajayi Let's go There's nothing
3: you can tell me And I don't care If you're a Giant fan out there I don't care That maybe You don't want Brady to win Because you've beaten him So many times In the Super Bowl And at the same time You don't want the Eagles To get their first trophy Right But it's especially, easy.
5: Especially and, in a year that the Giants have been so bad. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So Yeah. It it's easy
3: for me, man. Look, Giants, Giant fans, root for the Eagles, man. Just just yeah, for this just That's, for this one moment. Can we man. all
5: come together as a collective ex, collective Patriot haters? Just just for this
3: one, just, one moment.
5: And just, you know <laughs> and you know what? Let's just all hate the Patriots together. Yeah, let's
3: let's do that. Let's uh Let's start throwing uh, beer cans yeah, at man. Patriot fans like right. them Eagle fans was oh, doing to them I mean, Viking I don't fans. i do not do
5: that because, um, <laughs> you, know, it, you know, people didn't get. I love sports. And, mm-hmm. and I, we didn't win it on a tangent already in, in, you know, less than five minutes. but... Yep. <laughs> I love sports, but some of y'all people be taking it too far, man. Yeah. Some of y'all folks take it too far. Yeah, man. man. You know what I'm saying? So I. Like, the the zone I'm in, I don't even want to, like, I don't even want to be, like, you know, talking about, because I know I'm not serious when I talk about, oh, I'll fight a Patriot fan or a Ravens fan or whatever. Right, right. And, and you know, I, I, I joke about it because I know I'm joking and, and and more than likely whoever I'm talking to about that, you know, they joking or whatever, but... Bama's be getting too sensitive, and Bama's really do be fighting over their sports teams, and if that's you, cool, but it ain't me. We different, and so I don't be wanting to put them...
3: See, this is why I I told my cousin this a couple weekends ago. I will never, ever, a day in my life, as long as I'm a sports fan, I will never attend a Philadelphia sporting event. Yeah. I will never do that because the stigma, and look, all you got to do is go online and pull up videos of whether it's the Eagles, whether it's the Phillies, Sixers, whoever, yeah. and you could see videos of fans just tormenting the visiting team's fans. Right. Um, so it's, it's not a narrative that is just out there because they're throwing it out there. It's the
5: truth. It's the truth,
3: yeah. It's the full-blown truth, man. Uh um, we got that ninja up here in the chat room, man. What up man. that ninja? What up what up man? Uh he he says uh the first super bowl that he's not going to give a flying f about. Danny also says, "What's too far?" Um, we were just talking about yeah, as far as sports fighting, fans. Bro. I'm
5: not fighting. I'm not fighting over no sports team, bro. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm no, I'm not. I'm not trying to throw hands I'm not over fight because a logo. I like a team, and you like a team, man. You know, and we have a a, a a conversation about who team. You know the. Yep. Yep. You know, and then if it's getting to the point where I'm feeling like we got to fight. Nah, dude, I'm good on that, man.
3: Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, for real, for real. So, uh, He also said in the chat room, I can't even enjoy a so-called football game where they give one side a clear advantage. Well, let's talk about where there was a one-side advantage with uh, Jacksonville and the Patriots' AFC title game. Uh, 24-20 was the final. Yeah. And um, interesting perspective from me. Um, well you know I had the family issue down south So I was down there for the weekend Sunday was travel day To come back home um, Thank God for XM Sirius Radio Because yeah. I was able to get The Jaguars um, Announcers And the Patriots announcers So I flipped back and forth mm-hmm. Between the two And one interesting nugget Probably in the third quarter Where I think the score was 20-10 to 10 yeah. In favor of Jacksonville the sideline reporter for the jaguars was pissed off mm-hmm. and one of the reasons he was pissed was because apparently mercedes lewis ran a couple of routes down the seam down the middle and, uh, and he was getting mugged was, yeah. and they wasn't throwing the flag for right. it so um just to listen to that made me think okay yeah they're they're starting and, to and play the little like games
5: another, I don't, I, there was another like where and I don't know if I got this 100% correct. There was a play where the Patriots should have uh, blatantly been called for a delay game or something like that. Okay. And um, they weren't. Uh, I I didn't I you know I didn't see the I didn't see the actual play. I, I think I I don't know what I was doing. That I was sick all weekend. I ain't gonna lie. So I, mm. the game was on, but right. Uh, you know I don't know. But it was something crazy like that. Um, the I guess the consensus for me for the game is is that. Uh, you know, just another another year in 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 purgatory, as long as you know the the Bill Belichick Tom Brady regime is in, man. Um, I mean, I saw that Jacksonville got up early and right. you know, and that's cool. But um, I, I, Gronkowski was out. Yep. And, we, and they still couldn't pull it off Which is
3: a legitimate flag to throw And I, I hate the rule Because I, I I did see the highlight After the game where He clearly led with a shoulder And it just so happened that They collided, head, collided to head to head, head, and, head yeah. and you know Full blown live play You throw the flag okay I get it But the pass interference On uh, Bouye yeah. I didn't think that was a, yeah. a pass interference Call yeah, right there and so, what was it? Ninety-eight yard penalties for the Jags, and what a ten-yard penalty for the Pats. Mm-hmm. Six to one. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be conspiracy theorists here, but y- you just can't help yourself to be prejudiced about these things when it comes to the Patriots. patriots yeah. I- I'm 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 sorry. Did did the Jaguars blow it? Yes, they did. Let, let and, and let me let me shout out Blake Bortles because. He played a, he played good, a good game. game. Yeah. He played a good game. Um, did he go ten for twenty-one in the second half? Yes, he did. Fifty percent, you know, comp percentage, uh, percentage completing passes. Okay, you could look at that and say maybe that's where they lost the well, game.
5: Can I can and I didn't mean to cut you off? He played a competent game. I don't want to say he played a good game because here's why, and here's why I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, when when the asses got tight. Hmm they dared him to make a play. Yep. And he just couldn't make a, like, in late fourth quarter.
3: He looked like he did in a Buffalo game.
5: I don't want to say he looked that He didn't look that not bad. Not
3: that bad, bad but, but I'm just referring to, like, maybe the underthrows. It, it,
5: it, 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 for me, because, again, I, mm. I'm not going to say it, pretend like I watched the entire game. I was sick. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch the whole game. Mm-hmm. The fourth quarter, there, there, are, there, were t- there were times where it was like, look, that ain't gonna get it for you, and obviously this is Brady time. Right. We just need you to make two, three, maybe three throws mm-hmm. where this game can get interesting. They it, they had it. They had an opportunity to um, get a field goal, get a touchdown, and win the game. Yes, they did. They had the ball in their hands at the end of the game, and it's like, yep. let's just, um, you know, let's just. Make can he make a play, a few plays? Even if he's got to run the ball to yeah, get a first to, down, to, to could he do be, that? he win this game, and he just can't do it. Um, and so I'll say, a, I'll say, I, I won't say a good game. I say an okay game because they, if you tell telling me the game that the Jaguar defense played, and I'm not act like they played an amazing game. They played a game that you know. I think they lost a little bit. They had, they uh, had the in a position defense, to win this game after everything that had happened. I think
3: that defense lost some composure a little bit um, coming down the stretch. And then you had Miles Jack sit out for a few plays. Yeah. Um, you had a couple other guys on defense that wasn't in the rotation. Right. So you had that. And then for the for the Blake Bortle haters out there, who just want to find an excuse to pin this game on him. It yeah, this wasn't his fault. It was not his fault. This
5: wasn't his fault. this
3: was yeah. This that, game was and not is his that 100%, fault. 100%
5: this wasn't his fault. No.
3: It, it was not his fault. I mean, look at the play calling in the second half.
5: They ran the ball literally on every
3: first down they had the ball.
5: Yeah.
3: And I'm like, can he you guys mix it up a little t- bit? Yeah. And and it's funny cuz when you look back at the previous two games against Buffalo and Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Doug Marone
8: was aggressive. I mean, he went
3: for it on fourth down in the you know red zone against Buffalo. He did it again, went for it on fourth down against Pittsburgh against in the red zone. The but against the Patriots
5: in the second half, he just yeah.
3: was like, yo, let's just you know, milk this thing, let's just run the clock and they out. Were
5: play, and they were playing the run. I mean, a lot, the, a lot of the ball game, the Patriots were playing the run. Yep. It wouldn't have you to do some uh, some play action. A play, yeah, that some that. play action. Wouldn't you. And the Patriots did adjust to that
3: play action a little bit, though, too. But I would have still kept but trying to. First
5: down, every single first down that I could re- recollect in the mm-hmm, fourth quarter, mm-hmm. there was, it, was a run, it was a run. They were running and the football. Down, and I'm just like, down, guys. Getting two yards, three <laughs> y- yards,
3: every yeah, first down. Y'all letting this game soak away, man. Yeah. And, and Brady, look, he's, he's the, the greatest. greatest. I'm not yeah. going to hate on Brady. But I think at times we give Brady too much credit.
5: I think not only I, that's that. Well, I don't know if he's not giving him too much credit, but it feels like um, the league, when I say the league, I mean the referees, the powers that be, yep. they are doing their best to have him go out in the in the blaze of glory. Like, they don't want him to be looked at as a bad quarterback. They don't want him to fall off the cliff, retires, as, as Max Kellerman says. As he retires. Because, um, look, obviously, statistically, is he's still there. He doing, it, but it but it's those little it's those little small situations um, early in games where he's not looking, you know, like the Tom Brady we used to seeing. Mm-hmm. and um, and I feel like they're protecting that man. I feel like they're protecting that. Yeah,
3: um, def- they're definitely doing that, but kind of getting back to why I think he got a little bit too much credit though. When you look at the drive where I think the Jags had, like, three penalties, mm-hmm. the, the hit on Gronk and then the P.I. on Bouye, they basically moved the Patriots down the field yeah. with the penalties, um, and then they scored that touchdown. And then you get to where it was 20-17, I think it was. Yeah, 20-17, and the Jaguars punted, and Amendola ran back right, right, yeah. that ball to the 30-yard line of the Jaguars, and so... You basically, your, your special teams, well, well f- let me go back. First, your defense gets the three and out. Yeah. Then, your special teams get you in field go, in field goal range, yeah, basically, uh-huh. and put you in position to go up 24 to 20. Yeah. So, let's not act like this was all Brady here. I mean, Amendola had a lot to do with that. Amandola had a lot to do with that. Special it. teams had a lot to do with it. The defense, which...
8: Almost pitched a shutout in the second half uh, Got off the field I mean, James Harrison had the one
3: sack yeah. um, they, The defense did what they had to do And I always say this Yes, the quarterback is the credit For some of the comebacks But you can't have a comeback without the defense Giving you the ball back So, I, I think Brady gets a little bit too much credit Nonetheless, he's the greatest Here we are Another Super Bowl birth for the Patriots and um forget y'all. They got two it, it, they literally have two damn dynasties, man. Yeah. That that that's crazy, man. man. It, um, what's t-
5: up to uh, Deacon Dale and uh, DJ Knox? Yeah, what's up guys? Appreciate you
3: guys here in the chat room tonight, man. Um so then I guess this Eagles game uh <laughs> which uh man, man um you, you you thought the Vikings after going up seven nothing was like okay, so they're not you know they're in the game they're not you know flying high off of that last minute touchdown last week uh-huh. and then next thing you know Keenum throws the pick six which you heard in the clip earlier we opened the show and that was all she wrote after
5: that man yeah that was pretty that was pretty much it man yeah
3: um Garrett Blunt. Um, not a good game, but he did score the touchdown. Basically just
5: trucked what's-his-name to get there. Yeah, uh, uh, Sandejo. Yep, yep, um... Who actually went out later on in the game. Right. Um, Nick Foles, great game. Nick Foles, man. We slept on him. Yeah, we did. We slept on him, man. I did, man. I Uh, I didn't see it. And if I'm being honest with you, I still don't. mm -hmm. But I gotta give him credit because, uh... He did it, man. He did. He he did it. He he, he, did, he did it. it. Yeah. I, blame, I I'm telling you, I I still blame the Eagles going to the Super Bowl on Marcus Williams, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so you think the Saints would have
3: went in there and did their thing? I do,
5: but hmm. but not fair to do that at this point of the game. Nope, it's not.
3: It's not. The
5: Eagles are there. Yep, they smashed. I mean, smashed. Stunningly. Point, I mean, to the point where Bama's needed to, they was fighting amongst each other. Yep. Um, I think somewhere at r- around four to three minutes in the fourth, every play was a fight. Yeah. Every... Everson Griffin missed a sack. Yeah, when they was uh, uh, downing the, uh, you know, taking the victory formation. Right. They was a little aggressive at the end of that. The Vikings were, like, it was crazy, man. It... it it was crazy, man. Yeah, that was just shocking to see that. I mean, yeah. a number one, number two defense. I think they were
3: shocked. And you give up thirty eight points just I think like they that. Were shocked, man. But
5: it's not even the fact that it was thirty eight was scored. The fact that they only scored seven for me. Like y'all only scored y'all only muster up seven points. Sure, so the hasn't been. A, but hasn't I think been, you're. I think you're more
3: surprised at the defense than you are the offense.
5: Sure, but it's not that the offense hadn't been putting up points either. Sure. sure. Obviously, the defense is the bigger that down. Yes, yes. You wasn't expecting <laughs> only seven points. I wasn't. Score. I wasn't expecting seven. I and was expecting a, a close game. Close game. I, you. So, are you saying that it was more so well, I, I was, I was, was expecting. The are you defense more surprised that the Eagles scored thirty eight, And the Vikings scored seven? Am I more surprised at the Eagles scoring 38 or at the Vikings only scoring 7? I'm more surprised at
3: the Eagles score 38. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more surprised at that. Based on what we saw against the Falcons the previous week, you thought that Eagles-Vikings was going to be this defensive struggle, battle, hard-tested, yeah. you know, maybe 17 to 14, 20 to 17 type game. That's, maybe. that's maybe. what I was expecting. Maybe. I didn't expect to see that.
5: Not that. I don't think anybody. Is. But I'm gonna tell you something good, man. I, I saw this at the beginning of the game, and and and, and something kind of gathered in my in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was oh well, I ain't say everybody. In the pregame, Eagles was uh, celebrating. Uh, they was dancing, and, and, and they were and doing they the skull, skull clap in not, the stands. Not even that. Not mm-hmm. even that.
8: When I saw the
5: Eagles players on the field jamming the Meek Mill and mm-hmm. yes, the and the announcers said that, yep, free Meek Mill all over Instagram and all that, yep. I looked at all that and was like, you know what, man, so I, I'm not going. I'm still not going to pick the Eagles. I was going to pick the Eagles because I've already picked the Vikings, but right, right. Man, if it felt like we might have, they might have been in for something. Like, My pick might have been in for something. Yep. And I ignored it. I ignored it. I said, "All right." I mean, but we, but we ignored the Eagles ever since Wentz went down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we ignored them. Yeah, and, and you
3: saw some proof. You saw against Oakland that Monday night. Mm-hmm. You saw against the Falcons a little bit that this ain't quite the same team. But they played enough defense just to get out of that game. Yeah. and then. You know, we're at this point and wow, it turns out the number one because what do we talk about with the NFC? We said from one to six that any one of those six teams can go to the Super Bowl. We said that any of those bottom three quarterbacks Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, those three quarterbacks were a threat to get to the Super Bowl. And even the Rams with Jared Goff in the second year, that offense was a threat to do something.
5: And it turns out both number one seeds in the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I
7: mean, it's just amazing the build up, and then uh after
3: all, it, it worked out. I guess the
7: way it probably should have, with, even with Carson
3: Wentz, if he was still there. So. Yeah, yeah.
5: But um, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I I I tell you what. But DJ Knox said it looked like a college game. I apologize to Nick Foles. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming, man. I apologize to Nick Foles. You, you 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 real, man.
3: Yeah, Nah, he's he's a real one, but yeah, you real. And and for for those that were looking at the final four quarterbacks in these playoffs, and people were kind of I guess scared of a potential Blake Bortles versus Case Keenum or Blake Bortles versus Nick Foles. Yeah. Look, Let's stop acting like the NFL is the NBA or Major League Baseball. They don't need big markets or really. To me, I don't think they need like the top quarterbacks
8: in a game for the Super Bowl to really,
3: you know, really have an impact. It's the NFL. It's, it's the top grossing sport in the country, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I
5: think I think it's definitely a different Super Bowl if you have um, I don't know the 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 if, if it's, it's Jacksonville, Jacksonville Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh I am sure I was if it's the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots, that's a different Super Bowl than Sure. You know Sure, sure. no from a rating standpoint, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying that they don't need it to we're gonna watch the Super Bowl. We're gonna watch yeah. the game. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's foot it's in, it's the NFL, it's football. Uh, so you go but you're gonna get the regular numbers. But the P but if, Yeah, you'll, you'll get some regular numbers, but you'll, you'll also get some,
3: some storylines. Like, let's say the Vikings won the game. Okay,
5: so what's, Okay, if the Vikings won the game, what, what would you say the storylines are? Oh, well, first, first team to think, host yeah, the Super time, Bowl, yeah, yeah.
3: obviously. Um, they're, they're obviously going to talk about the previous play in the same game the, that kind of yeah. catapulted them to that point. Yeah. So, you yeah. have, so you have that aspect of it. Um, if you had the Jaguars in it, it's the first Super Bowl appearance in the franchise's history. Okay. You, you you have that storyline and then um I I think any combination of Super Bowl you you this is what they're supposed to do. This is their homework. This yeah. is this is the media's homework. This is the NFL's homework. You're supposed to develop storylines. Yeah. And don't that's tell me job. that it would have been difficult to create a storyline with any of these four combinations. Yeah, and and I had to think about this the last time we had a Final Four where the quarterbacks was not that much of a, like... They weren't big names. They weren't big names. Mm-hmm. I had to think back to the 05 playoffs in the Final Four. So you had a young Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. coming on his, his second season. Mm-hmm. You had a Jake DeLome that was two years removed from a Super Bowl appearance, but people didn't think he was a yeah. a top quarterback. Yeah, he wasn't. You had Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. Who was, in my eyes, a game manager? At least that particular nah, team was. Nah. That dude, that team, that year. He was a good quarterback. He was good, but they ran the football that year. Yeah,
5: Sean. Yeah, Sean Alexander. Yeah. Was, yeah, of course you ran. The they,
3: they, yeah, that that offense was catered around him, not Matt Hasselbeck. And then you had Jake Plummer
5: out yeah, in Denver. Denver, yeah. But
3: folks. It's okay. Yeah. You, you, you're going to be fine. If it was Jacksonville, Minnesota, folks, it's okay. It's going to be fine. You're still going to watch the game, even if the media tries to downplay the Super Bowl. Don't, don't pay attention to that stuff. If you like the game, watch the game.
5: So, looking back, the Vikings are out, and the, uh, the Vikings and the... Um, what the the uh, the Vikings and the freaking Jaguars are out in Jacksonville. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What happens in Jacksonville? What happens in, what Jacksonville? Happen in Jacksonville? Well,
3: the the million dollar question is what happens with the quarterback position. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: Um. Do you pick up Blake Bortles option? Um. And for me, I don't know what you do because you
5: do I, man.
3: because he didn't turn the football over at all in this postseason run. Yeah. He 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 didn't, he did nothing to hurt his team's chances so
5: it's like okay in the playoffs but you can't just factor in the playoffs when you no did.
3: you can't factor the playoffs you gotta factor the regular season and then beyond that um look Blake Bortles is not a pretty is not a very good quarterback um but but there's gonna be some quarterbacks that's in free agency that are better than him and that I think for a team that's Built to win now, mm-hmm. can go out and get, i.e., or Eli Manning, if the Giants decide to move on from him. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees, if miraculously he leaves New Orleans. And notice I said miraculously sure. because I I don't believe he's leaving. No. Um, you got Alex Smith, who the Chiefs may want to let go. Yeah. It's a possibility. Man. So, and then Kirk Cousins is a free agent. So. That, I think That would be crazy. If you're Jacksonville, and I also think Minnesota's kind of in the same situation. Yeah. You look at the quarterbacks that are going to be free agents. If you can find a way to get one of these guys, go after him, and then I don't know what you, in Jacksonville's case, I don't know what you do with Blake Bortles. I guess you have to not re-sign him, not pick the option up. Yeah, or in, I, I bring, or, you got to
5: bring some competition in there for him. Right. Yeah, bring competition Let's in. Say that. Bring competition in. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I would agree with that. I wouldn't bring in Kirk Cousins, even though that'd be lit. If you bring in Kirk Cousins, he's losing his job. Mm-hmm. I would bring in Alex Smith mm-hmm. if, 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 if it was possible. Right, right. I would bring in Alex Smith and make them compete for the job. Right, right. And and, and, the
3: and in the case of Minnesota, I think you kind of do the same thing, yeah. even though all three of those guys are free agents. I would I would just not bring back Bradford. I, w- I would just kick Bradford to the curb because uh-huh. the guy's made a glass and I I, I can't have that.
5: And then you you got a guy.
3: Mm-hmm. You got Bridgewater who's coming off a serious injury, so you you don't know about that. But I think you make him compete.
5: You make him compete in yeah. camp. Um. And whoever with, loses is the backup. Right,
3: and I think Keenum. I think you make him compete. But I and would. He'll
5: be Bridgewater, and he's got. He'll be Bridgewater. He'll probably be Bridgewater. He'll be Bridgewater because here's one thing: you can't, you can't at this point of the at this point, you can't just throw aside um, Case Keenum's season mm-hmm. for the sake of the the future. Right. So Not you, right now, because right. you got a team mm-hmm. that can make the Super Bowl, if you're looking at that's the true. Field.
3: And you have your receivers coming back. Thielen's going to be there. Diggs is going to be there. Rudolph, I think, will be back. Um, You'll have a healthy Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, The defense should get better. I don't think they should really lose anybody that significant. Everson Griffin should be back with the team. So I think the Vikings are set. Um, And I guess the question for them is because they're in the same division as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because, you know, once he comes back, then, then that obviously that I mean, changes some things. That's more
5: reason, I think, to keep Keenum. Right. That's more reason. Keep him keep him there. Keep him there. He got the offense flowing. It ain't no point in trying to mess it up. I mean, I guess they got an offseason to give Bridgewater a shot to see if he going to look better. Yep. But I, I doubt it, man. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. So, if you're
3: Jacksonville, try to get one of these quarterbacks if you can't. Then just give Blake the option.
5: I will, yeah. I would, I would try to bring in somebody a strong thrower mm-hmm. to compete with him and and, and and let him beat somebody out. Let him see that even though you did have a decent playoffs, and I will say decent playoffs because that's not it was kind of, it was decent. Act like the Buffalo game didn't happen because the Pittsburgh game happened. Right, you know what I'm saying it was. Yep. Yeah. It was. It, it, it was a decent
3: run. Yeah. He and like I said, he he did nothing. He did absolutely nothing to hurt his team's chances. Yeah. He did absolutely nothing. That that defense against New England, I think they got a little bit immature but with somebody, the penalties and I seen stuff.
5: Somebody shout out to some uh somebody new from school. Right. Uh, he and he said he said it and I and I am I'm, I'm tending to agree with him. He says that it's clear now that Super Bowls aren't won with defenses, They're won with quarterbacks.
3: Mm. Okay.
5: And this week said, this I mean this this past weekend, that it kind of sums nips that in the it, bud. It, it, because we talked it, about number defense number one and number two. Right. That were beat out by good quarterbacks.
3: But the previous week you had three of the top four quarterbacks go down. So, so
5: but 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 here we are. Sure.
3: Here here we are. Yeah. And yes, if if you told me to rank the four I would definitely, it's Brady 1, no question. The Foles, I would have to say, even coming in off the bench, is probably number two.
5: Well, I'm not also saying who's a better quarterback. I'm just talking about quarterbacking play. Mm-hmm. So you got to have a quarterback that can do it. You right. You I me? Mean? Yeah. Yeah, you got to have a quarterback that could do it. Yep. Uh, not necessarily, I'm not, it wasn't, or at least the way I interpreted it, it wasn't based on the fact of. You know, you gotta have a quarterback that can do it.
3: Yeah, yeah. You ain't gotta be the best. But you gotta be able to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Def- definitely, definitely. All right, folks. Um, if you want to call the show, uh, the number to dial is 240-532-2718. And uh, coming up right after the break, uh, we're gonna have an interview with a guy named uh, Rick Curdy who is the founder and CEO of the Charlotte Bats, which is a movement to try to bring Major League Baseball to the city of Charlotte, North Carolina. So we're going to have him on in the next segment for a few minutes and kind of, you know, talk with him about his movement and what the purpose is and all that good stuff. So um, be tuned in for that, folks. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Trey and Maestro. We'll be back.
1: Coming straight from the
6: A. Kick it with your boy, KC, at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at kysii.com, xsquadaffiliates.com, iTunes, Book to Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis-St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be
3: associated with two
1: live students radio.
3: I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message.
4: Introduced to sending and spending women, cats with big hats slamming Cadillac like doors. You choosing hoes, you losing your hoes. You niggas loose with your hoes, you motherfucker, Y'all ain't used to no hoes. Niggas want to low jack track. your bitch.
2: Holding my makeup Ice pinky ring in the air Drinking my drink up Top down, throwing in the air Blowing that
3: stink up It's seldom that I smoke, but it helps my thinker Makes me a mathematician
0: about my math Get celebrity ass, I'm a statistician Rap with precision Nigga, your hoe chose hoe That's rapid division Now divide yourself and slide Ah, young Vito, voice of the young people Mount peace for hustlers ventriloquist
2: for jugglers Took it with few went, made a few cents.
3: Don't call me hope no more, call me the blueprint. So dope, so crack, so so, so rap. Bought
1: Bentley's, bought them back. Bye.
2: J's bottle locker, come and holler, uh, out on my own, moving out with the chrome, and can't nobody take me out of that zone, not even AI, it ain't even a business, it's just the way I, get it consistently, Flipping it into the day, I'm gone, scream beef any day in the zone,
1: The same Chris Dangerous, when it ate in my palm, and been pain since the day I was born, but these lames think it's a game to them things, it's wrong, uh.
3: All right, folks, welcome back. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast with Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles yeah, man. here in the house. If you guys want to call the show, the number to dial is 240-532-2718. Uh, on the line with me, I got a gentleman by the name of Rick Curdy. He is the CEO and the founder of the Charlotte Bats, which you can go to on his website at www.charlottebats.com. Um, it's a movement to try to lure a uh, Major League Baseball team to the city of Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, Rick, if you, you're still on, um, thanks for joining me and Maestro for a couple of minutes, man. How are you?
8: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on your program.
3: Great, great. So, um, so tell us about this um, movement that you have going on here. I had a chance to take a look at the website um, the past couple of days, and um, I noticed that... You guys have a lot of merchandising going on and a lot of logos and things like that. So tell us how you got this movement to get started.
8: I started about six years ago. Um, I'm originally from Los Angeles, and I moved to Charlotte. It's been about 12 years I've been in Charlotte now. And I see Charlotte's growing every day. We got baseball, I mean, we got football, we got basketball, we got the banks, we got everything here. And then the one thing I noticed we were missing is Major League Baseball. So I decided I had a choice. Either I complain about it or do something about it. So Mm -hmm. I decided, let's do something about it. And I'm not the first person to do this, but I think we're the most successful people to do this because we started from the ground up through social media. And so we came up with a concept and the name of the Charlotte Bats. And from 94 to 2004, there was a minor league team called the Greensboro Bats, Mm -hmm. who are now called the Grasshoppers. And now and then we use the colors we have are the colors of the city of Charlotte. So we combine that to that us to be a good representation of North Carolina. And we started a page called Let's Bring in LB to Charlotte on Facebook. And so far we have about 18,000, over 18,000 likes and counting. Mm-hmm. And we've just been growing. People want to see it.
5: Okay. So let me ask you, Rick. Uh, this is Maestro. And uh what what would what would you say or have you heard any what would you say is like a finite amount of uh support say likes or or contributions or what would you say is a finite amount of uh of supporters that you would have to have in order to uh get a um get a word from MLB or, or from somebody that might be, uh, or somebody that might be interested in you know trying to put the you know the funds together to have a baseball team?
8: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the great thing was that in 2015, amazing baseball commissioner Rob Manfred came out with a short list, and Charlotte was on that list: Charlotte, mm-hmm. Montreal, Portland, Las Vegas, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Mexico City. And so that was a great thing. And for the support, uh, my idea is to get corporations to get involved. Charlotte is the second largest banking community next to New York. Yes. We have Bank of America headquartered up. We have one of the largest energy companies in the world in Duke Energy. We have people out here like Michael Jordan, Dale Arhart Jr. NASCAR is very popular in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so my idea is to get corporations and other people involved. And to throw another wrinkle in this, Recently, the owner of the Panthers, he's gonna sell the team. Yeah. Yep. And the new owner, we don't know who it is, but already there's discussion about the Panthers want maybe might get a new stadium. So my idea would also be hopefully we can get an NFL MLB stadium built. Mm. Oh, great. There's a lot of yeah. So there's a lot of things that are going on right now. We have to wait to see when Oakland and Tampa Bay get new stadiums, then they'll expand, and Montreal will be the first to get it. Right, right. And so a lot of things we have to wait on, but we got the people, we got the money, we got all these things happening. We just have to wait.
3: You're listening to Rick Curdy right here on the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, uh, CEO and founder of the Charlotte Bats. So, Rick, um, I've been to Charlotte a couple of times, and I think it's one of the beautiful cities in the country here. Um, I did notice that they do have a minor league baseball stadium not far from the Panthers stadium if I'm correct there. Um, yes. Do you think that the minor league baseball team could potentially be a roadblock into getting an MLB franchise to come to Charlotte?
8: No, actually I think it's the opposite. You know, we Our minor league team was in South Carolina. It was about 20 minutes from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And their attendance was bad. And And uh, there was another guy that tried to bring Major League Baseball, and he thought that if the Knights came to Charlotte, that would hurt us. So for seven years he blocked it, and people were very unhappy with him. So I said, you know, what we need to do is get the Knights to come to Charlotte, build a stadium, and their tenants will go crazy. And it did. They were averaging like 3,000 in South Carolina. Now that they're in North Carolina and Charlotte, they're averaging like over 9,000 a game in a 10,500-seat stadium. Their yearly attendance is over 620,000. It's one of the top in minor league baseball. And I believe that because the Knights are here and with the new commissioner coming out with the short list, that has helped us to get on this list. If they were still in South Carolina, I don't think we would have made that list because they would have seen it in Charlotte, but they played in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now that they're actually in Charlotte, I think that has helped our chances, and that's one of the reasons, like, Commissioner Manfred has selected Charlotte as a potential landing spot for future MLB expansion.
3: Probably because it's still, like, the Charlotte metropolitan area. At least that part of South Carolina yeah. is.
5: So would you, um, Rick, would you call your – would you label uh, your, your – uh, your movement of the Charlotte bats, would you call this like more like the grassroots movement of, of bringing a baseball team or, um, and the reason why I'm asking is like, is, is are we are we sold on Charlotte bats? That's what we want to do as far as the name of a baseball team, or is that more, that was just more like a, a, uh, a marketing, a good marketing strategy. Cause I do think it's a good marketing strategy and using the bats um based on the history of the city and using the colors based on you know the city dynamic um is the is that like we we're sold on bringing the charlotte bats to major league baseball or is it more about um bringing the bringing baseball to charlotte in general
8: it was a concept we came up with. We wanted something that best represented our city and state.
7: Mm-hmm. We're known
8: for flying because the Wright brothers flew their airplane in North Carolina. So North Carolina is known as the, fly, as the state known for flying Yeah, and mm. known for NASCAR. And we kind of want to get away from that. I think it, it stereotypes us. We're, North Carolina is more than just flying a NASCAR. So we wanted something that represented our city and state. And the Charlotte Bats was just a concept <coughs> and idea. I think it opens up discussion more for Major League Baseball expansion. Okay, I mean, if we if we get a team out here and let's say they they make them the Charlotte Knights, that's great. If we get the Tampa Bay Rays to relocate here, yeah. Or maybe the Marlins or whatever, and uh-huh. call them the Charlotte, Carolina Marlins or whatever. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> cool. So as long as we get Major League Baseball out here, right? That's the number one goal.
5: So, the, so it, just to be clear, and, and for the listeners to be clear, um, the the major challenge right now is uh, is what?
8: Well, right now, uh, the the thing that's holding us up is the stadiums in Oakland and Tampa Bay. The commissioner says that yep. before he decides to expand that Oakland and Tampa Bay need stadiums and they do. Mm-hmm. Now that the Raiders are going to Las Vegas, the Oakland plays in this ridiculously eighty thousand seat stadium and it's it's just not a baseball stadium. And Tampa Bay, their stadium is just it's not a good stadium. Their attendance has like been last since you know for last five or six years. And so once they get those stadiums situated and they're getting built, and we'll know what, what happens to them because, you know, they might move. They might say, we don't know. But as soon as they get those stadiums built and they're not going anywhere, they'll expand. And I know Montreal will be the first to get the team. Mm-hmm. And right now there's 30 teams in baseball, and they they always expand by two. And right now Charlotte is one of the favorites and Portland. We're like the two favorites right now. Yeah. Mexico mm-hmm. City has been mentioned, but it's always Charlotte or Portland that will join Montreal as the two new MLB teams.
3: Rick, I agree with you. Those two stadiums that you referenced in Oakland and Tampa, kind of hard to watch on TV when, you know, half the stadium is full and then also you have facilities that aren't the best um, modern day kept in terms of what we see in today's modern day stadium. So I I agree with you there. But here's the thing about Major League Baseball, and I want to get your opinion on this. Um, okay. We've seen other leagues move teams to markets where there's no other major league franchise, like for example, you had the Sonics move to Oklahoma City to become the Thunder. That was an open market for that team. You had the um, you had the NHL recently start an expansion franchise in Las Vegas, the Golden Knights, and they're doing well. And then in the um, NFL, you had the expansion team in the Jacksonville Jaguars, whom we just talked about earlier in the show. It seems to me like Major League Baseball is scared to pick a market that doesn't have any of the other three professional sports in their town. Why, why, why do you think that is? Because I believe that there's a couple of towns out there, and you know, this is not to... You know, degrade Charlotte because I personally I think Charlotte is a great spot for a Major League Baseball team. But you got places like the Norfolk, Virginia area, which is a pretty mm. large metro area population. <sighs> no professional franchises, you know, play there. So, you know, why do you think the league is sort of hesitant to well, you know, make a move like that's that?
8: A good point you bring up. Um, yeah, like Virginia. Actually, uh, the, I think the Expos were going to move to Virginia. Something fell through, and they eventually went to Washington, D.C. Yep. But, like, Nashville. Nashville, I've heard, is a good landing spot. I mean, they have the Titans. Um, New Jersey is actually on that list, and New Jersey doesn't have any teams, even though the Giants and the Jets played there. Right. But, um, and the Devils. <laughs> and the Devils, too. So, yep. yep. So, a lot of great markets. I think Virginia is a great place. Um and what's what's um, interesting was that uh, during the All-Star break um, in uh, Miami, and the commissioner was speaking, he was speaking again about uh, expansion. And he mentioned Mexico City and Montreal, because I know they want to make baseball more global. Right. Um, so they've been talking about Mexico City. I've heard, I know they want to bring a team back in Montreal. I've heard Vancouver, um, maybe London, you know, who knows. I know the NFL's thinking about doing that. The NBA's been kind of experimenting maybe with an NBA team. I mean, they did have a team in Vancouver now that they're in uh, Tennessee. Yep, yep. But the thing the commissioner mentioned about Charlotte was that one of the reasons he mentioned Charlotte was because we already have football and we already have the basketball. And Mm -hmm. he saw that as, wow, Charlotte can support football and basketball. And their minor league team is like number one and number two in attendance. Mm. That's a potential landing spot. He said Charlie was a possibility for major league baseball. Mm. So I think having the Panthers here and having the Hornets here and having someone by the name of Michael Jordan who owns the Hornets, pretty successful guy. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that definitely that's attractive to him. It's attractive to people. We were on a list for Major League Soccer expansion. We didn't make it, unfortunately. So we we are growing. We're one of the fastest growing states. We're the ninth fastest uh, we're the ninth fast growing state, we're one of the f- largest fast growing cities.
5: Yep. It's a really good growing and, city.
8: And North Carolina last year on the Forbes list was number one in businesses. Yes. Yes. Which,
5: mm-hmm. is,
8: which is very impressive. And we Absolutely. have South Carolina next door, so we have the people.
5: So let me ask you. Let let me North ask
8: Carolina
5: you, man. Come to North Carolina. Yeah, my fault. Let me ask you. So, uh, we got Rick Curdy here to
8: Charlotte.
5: Uh, Charlotte, Sh- bats. Charlotte bats dot com. dot com, which is an initiative initiative to bring baseball to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, my last question, man. Before we let you go, uh, I wanted to ask you one. What, what would you say is a, a good a, a, a reasonable timeline for baseball to come to Charlotte A and B uh, What do you think uh, the Charlotte Bats Or whatever the baseball team that comes to uh, baseball What do you think uh, they would have to do in order to uh, You know make a real good splash as an expansion team in baseball
8: well, I I see, see mainly baseball coming in, in probably five, seven, maybe the longest ten years.
7: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
8: You know, the whole stadiums in Oakland and Tampa, and my uh, and Oakland and um, Tampa, Tampa. the whole of. So, but so I see like seven, ten years around this. So I know he really wants to expand, and for our team to make a splash, as soon as they come to North Carolina, and you see people coming here. People are going to be excited. It was it's like the thunder when he mentioned when when. The Hornets, you know, were playing um, were playing in Oklahoma because of Hurricane Katrina. That was, that was just like a place for them to play temporarily, mm. and the attendance was like through the roof. I remember and that. And people are like, "Wow, Oklahoma!" And because of that, they got a team. Yeah. Yep. And when Seattle relocated it, that was a surprise. And I think a lot of people see that in Charlotte. I think mean, a lot of people don't know much about Charlotte or North Carolina. They just think we're like a little small state. They don't realize how big we're growing. And when you go to the minor league games, and see them sold out. And so when people – it'll bring excitement. We don't have a lot of teams in the South. The only true team we have are the Atlanta Braves. They're about five hours away. We're nine hours from Washington, D.C. So
7: right. we have
8: enough of that – area that we can support our team and we have south carolina there and i think as soon as we start winning and start being a real serious team i mean look at the golden knights they're an expansion team expansion team in their division number
3: one in the division yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly
8: and these expansion teams now i mean before you had to wait seven or ten years for them to be successful and now it's like two or three years and they're like i mean look at the diamondbacks and look at the I mean they won the world. They won the World Series in their like third year.
3: Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, Rick, just a couple more questions for you. And I and I do think that um, if there is a team to relocate to Charlotte, it is the Tampa Bay Rays because I just think that that franchise just hasn't been able to generate enough buzz in that town to really support. That franchise. So, if it's any franchise, I would believe it's them. But just two more questions for you, and we'll let you go. Um, Non non baseball related, more football related. Okay. Number one, um, who is your idea or what preference would you have for the new Panthers owner? And number two, who do you have in the Super Bowl this year? Who (laughs) do you got winning it?
8: I have the Patriots because Tom Brady's sensational, and they've been there, done that, and they know what they're doing. And I mean, that man's forty years old, and he looks like he's twenty-two years old. And I just can't count Tom Brady or Belichick or uh, Robert Kraft out. Yeah. I mean, I think the Eagles are a sensational team. I think it's going to be about twenty twenty-four. I think it'll be a good close game, but when when it's time, Tom Brady delivers and. I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan, but I respect him and he's fantastic. And I think for the owner for the Panthers, I would love to see Mark Cuban. Um, oh. His name hasn't been mentioned, but I think he would be great as an, as an owner. I know he was interested in possibly buying the Dodgers at one time. Mm-hmm. I know he wants to buy another team. It would be great if he bought the Panthers. Um, but right now, we don't, he would be a great owner, maybe Dale Earhart Jr. Mm. Um he would make a great owner. And of course Michael Jordan. Oh definitely. I, mean, I would love to see I, I would love to see Michael Jordan own the Panthers. Um and Emmy Orion owns the Hornets. He's from North Carolina. and so I think those three guys would be great, great owners. But whoever they get I'll be happy for, I'll be um supportive of and we'll see what happens.
3: That's what's up. That's what's up. Um you're listening to uh the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast with Rick Curdy from the Charlotte Bats. www.charlottebats.com. Um, Rick, um, we're gonna let you go. Uh, just want you to let everybody know out there where can they find you and your organization social media wise.
8: Okay, uh, we are on uh, Facebook at Let's Bring MLB to Charlotte. We're also on Twitter at Charlotte Bats Baseball. Our email address, if you have any questions, at CharlotteBatsBaseballGmail.com. And our website is www.charlottebats.com. We have a petition. We actually have a theme song on there. We even have some uniforms I did we came a theme up song. with and I see what people think.
3: Song. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's a theme song type? It's like, a, it's
5: like a rock and roll type of little vibe. It's, it's a little vibe. It's yeah, a little vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe
3: okay, okay, well, well, Rick man, um we, we appreciate you joining us for about twenty minutes uh, on the show here to talk about your movement and you know best of luck and Absolutely. wishes to you Absolutely. into getting that team down in the Charlotte area. Um, like I said, in my opinion, they deserve another franchise that area is big enough to hold it down, and the people there I think are are great enough to deserve one, so um, we appreciate it, man. thank you, man. Thank you so much. All right. Um, you just heard uh, Rick Curdy, www.charlottebats.com. And, um, yeah, you know, some interesting stuff right there yeah, that, that he really talked about.
5: It, well, the, the, what was interesting, well, uh, which made, what made sense to me is when he talked about, um, A, how the city was growing, and B, um the the amount of banking that goes on oh in yeah Charlotte, Bank of America is um, big it's funny down there because um I got a coworker who got a um who got a brother who does a lot of that uh who approves loans and like gets into all that right all that financial stuff man and he always telling me about how his brother telling him about how big the city getting and you know and there's a lot of brothers down there and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying stuff like that man right so um when he said that I was like okay that that's what my that's what my man's was talking about so yeah definitely shout out to Rick Curdy man and and, and you know you you got you the Bob shot sports talk podcast you definitely got our uh support and um and, and respect for you know taking it upon yourself Yep. To uh you know, to make something happen. When you don't like when something's going on, mm-hmm. then you you do what you can do. You get, get, get an
3: organization going, to, you get a movement, yeah. you get some followers Absolutely. and you take it to the next level.
5: Hey, I wanna say what's up to uh BS three sports and music. Ben what up, Cedric Galloway what up? Fame, up at Prospect, Uh, what up, and uh, Wait a Minute Show, what up, what's going on with everybody? What up, up, man, appreciate y'all joining the show in the chat room here.
3: Uh, Let's take a break, man, and uh, we'll come back, and we're going to discuss a little bit about this Jason Kidd firing. Um, The number of the dollar show, if you want to talk about it, 240-532-2718. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. We'll be right back.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and hear gentlemen. me and hear me good. good. If, if, you like sports, if you like sports,
6: then you like the wait-a-minute show. If you like co- comedy, co- comedy, then you like the wait-a-minute show. The way the if minute you show. like a different opinion coming from a different from angle, from a different then you like the wait-a-minute show. Like the wait a
3: minute so show. join me Wednesday,
2: 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time
6: with your host, Jelani,
2: J.B. Bodie,
0: and of course, my man Lopan. On the two live studios radio network. network Ain't
2: that right low SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocker Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours non-stop. No commercial interruption, anything like that. The Chief Rocker does a three-hour show with no breaks. To so all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one Chief Rocker. Boom shaka locker
0: suckers. Yo. Yo. Yo, take the window lock off. me. crazy. Move the seat up a little bit, too. I feel you, man. Where we going? On a ride. It's all I need to know. Chunk.
6: It's a shame you don't treat me right. Then nah. I stick by your side. Till I work this nine to five. Working to buy you the things that you like. I buy you things, you play the game. You run, 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 and you run, run. you see my heart in pain when you run away. You run, run, run,
1: and you run, run. run. I'm so, so
6: sick of this. Give me kisses, then you split. Tell me you. tell me what I'm supposed to do When I can have any other But girl, I want you True. And tell me what I'm supposed to say When I tell you I love you When you run away So stop and turn around And receive my loving i pick you off the ground I need to be with you I So I can make your dreams come true But every time I try, you deny me not to Like why I'm not giving my all? When you act like you don't care at all I guess. I guess I'm a sucker for life But I believe in you, baby, so I never give up Every time I buy you things, you play the game You run, you run, 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 and you Cause run, run, cause run you see my heart in pain when you run away and You run run, 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 and you run, run I'm so sorry
0: the bad Man. She's sicker than your average classic Shorty mean, Joe Green, the one Every time I show her the good life, she runs. Pauline, town pretty, black truck through the city Red die high boo. looking sexy and witty, ooh I'm on stage having fun with the boys, boys. And no thoughts and learn my lesson, man, from boys When I first saw her, I was hooked right there She might not let me know. All oh, I gotta chase her ain't fair Sing to her
5: all night like Can't you see? Sometimes the words just hypnotize me Felicia with
0: the ass shots, that was just a Got the power, baby girl. Had to run it like ghost. Take notes. I chased you. Look how long it took me. Built the empire. Lucius. Cookie. Every time I buy
6: your things, you play the game. You, yeah, you run. run, 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 and you run, run. Can't you see my heart's in pain when you run away?
1: Yeah, you run, 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 run,
6: and you run, run. I'm so sorry.
3: Alright y'all, welcome back folks It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here Yeah, We here in the house tonight y'all Yeah man If you want to call in, talk to us The number is 240-532-2718 Um, man Jason Kidd, man Jason Kidd got fired, man Yeah man that was, that was, it felt like a sad day In NBA coaching Um, you know In coaching yeah. arena, man Um Well, here's my thoughts about it. Sure. And I always said that Jason Kidd was a good coach. Even when he played that one last year, his final year with the Knicks, Mm -hmm. the year we won 54 games, he retired, and then he coached the Nets. And even then people questioned his coaching ability because he had KG, Paul Pierce, and some of the vets on that squad. But the moment he got to Milwaukee – took that team to the postseason, was down 0-3 against Chicago, and they won a couple of games in that series, you know, and lost to the Bulls eventually yeah. 4-2. to mm-hmm. But I always said that Jason Kidd was a very good NBA coach, and it's sad to see him lose his job at this juncture in the season. Yeah. I mean, to me – I, if remember
5: what they had in the, the uh, standings.
3: And and I'm gonna get to that. Okay, okay. But um, Jason Jason Kidd, if you wanted to get rid of him, if you thought like if you thought there was something going on within the confines of the organization, whether it's on the floor or in the front office or whatever, do it in the off season. I, I I hate when coaches you know get let go. I mean, you saw Earl Watson go out in Phoenix. You saw uh, David Fisdale Go out in Memphis. That that one to me was the more egregious one, the David Fisdale one. Okay. But um, but when I when I look at the standings though, and I and I look at this roster, this was a roster to me that. Well, I want to say the roster. Let, let, let's discuss Greek Free for a second. Um, definitely most improved player. You know, coming from last year into this year, definitely doing that. So what what do the Bucks do? They go out. And they trade for Eric Bledsoe Mm -hmm. to beef up the scoring. You got Chris Middleton who can knock down shots. Mm -hmm. I think he's averaging close to twenty a game. Mm -hmm. You got the Rookie of the Year in Malcolm Brogdon last year. I mean, probably by default, but nevertheless, he was Rookie of the Year. Uh So you you have this on your squad, and you got a pretty good, talented roster. Greg Monroe comes off the bench. Than makers a young talent, still raw, still trying to get legs under his feet. Um the fact that they're the number eight team in the Eastern Conference right now, you can make a case that it's a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 yeah. look at the teams ahead of them. Indiana Pacers. I would say the Milwaukee Bucks roster is better than at on, Indiana.
5: At least on paper.
3: On paper, yes. Yeah. They're better than the Pacers in my eyes. I think they're slightly, just slightly better than the Philadelphia 76ers, in in a sense, because they I mean, on
5: paper they should be. On paper they I, should I, be. I'm agreeing with you. On paper they should be better. Right. Yes. And, Not and, that they're playing better.
3: And 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 if the playoffs started today, they play the Celtics, and I tell you what, Maestro, this roster, the Bucks roster versus that Celtic roster, I might give the Bucks a shot. To win that series um, not me, I mean I, I, it, Well You got you got some scoring The Greek freak can do it all He's 6 what 9 You got other guys that's got length and size Versus a team That while they're great defensively They go through some scoring slumps mm-hmm. no, I would give the Bucks a shot Against the Celtics
5: so, But all in
3: all to say uh-huh. I think for this team to be the number 8 seed At this point in the season is a disappointment, um, because uh, you're not trading for Eric Bledsoe, and you're at this point in the regular season like that.
5: That sounds like you co-signing the firing, though. Well, um,
3: how how can I how can I put it? Uh, I'm not co-signing the firing, but I do understand when you look at the team itself. Where they were last? I mean, they were the number six seed yeah, last year, yeah, which
5: is not. I mean, and they're eight is,
3: right now. And I know right. the season's not over yet. Yeah,
5: it's not even halfway over yet. We're but, but just getting to halfway.
3: Well, it, well, the number of games it it kind of is halfway. Mm. Remember, the season started two yeah. weeks earlier, but
5: yeah. mm. but I count All Star Game as halfway. That, I, 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 that's, that's halfway that's halfway. Sure, me.
3: sure. Yeah. but I mean, when you look at the teams in the top, Boston, Toronto, um, Toronto, I think maybe exceeded. Some expectations a little bit, even though we knew where they were going to be good. They kind of exceeded some expectations. DeMar DeRozan is playing at another Uh, level at this point. uh, The Cavs, we knew they were going to be in the top three, despite all the you know hoopla and all that stuff. I'm not buying into the Kevin Love stuff. I'm not buying into all that stuff. And then you got the four and five teams. I mean, Miami ain't no
5: way in hell. Nobody saw that coming.
3: There's no way in hell the Milwaukee Bucks should be below the Miami Heat in the standings at this point in the regular season.
5: Sound, the Wiz-
3: The Wizards.
5: It still sounds like you you co-sign on the firing. Um,
3: but I'm I'm okay, I don't I'm, I'm not i am not co signed again. I don't want I don't like coaches getting fired in the middle of seasons. I like to see coaches finish the product and finish the season out. But I'm not going to argue that this Milwaukee Buck team should be better in the standings than where they're at at this point. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to argue that either, but I don't want to, I, I don't want to co-sign him getting fired. I, I, re- I really don't. I wish he would have continued this thing out and saw this thing through.
5: Well, I don't think he should have been fired. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me say that before I, before I tell you, I under, but I understand. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should have been fired, but I understand. And, 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 and if I if I understand correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? He also makes basketball decisions about who comes in and who doesn't come in.
3: Yes, because that was the thing with the Nets was that <coughs> if Prokhorov didn't give him some extra control, he that's why he rolled out exactly. the way he did from Brooklyn. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
5: So he got he's got control. Um, this is his. Three and a half, well, fourth In, in, year. in, in, in Milwaukee. In, in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, is fourth year. Fourth year. Yep. So, in four years, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm giving you a little sports trivia. Fourth year, first year, I'm sorry, how did he do?
3: Took the Bucks to the playoffs. So, I mean, seeding-wise. Um, mm, I know, they they were I never the, remember that stuff. They, they were low. They were definitely low. Right. They played the Bulls in the first round. I'm trying to think. That was the Bulls team that we thought could have got by the calves that year okay. i th- I think the bulls were number uh, okay hawks was one Cavs two bulls was three i think milwaukee was six then okay so I, think six. Were, I think they would i think they would succeed next then. year next year they missed the postseason uh-huh, third year third year they get in the postseason yeah. against the raptors yeah I mean, and,
5: then, right and then this year and then this year yep
3: um and so, mind you, and mind you, not to cut you off. Sure, mind you, he took that that first Milwaukee team to the postseason well, when Greek Freak wasn't yeah, Greek Freak right, yet,
5: right? You know what I mean? I mean, so for me, so three, uh, two out of let's say, let's say that uh, because this is his fourth year, we don't know what's going to happen. So two out right. of three years in the playoffs. Um, for me, mm-hmm. uh, I wish they would have waited, but I understand. Because when I look at their when I look at their roster up until this year, where they're at an eight seed as opposed to six, and obviously that can change. Yep. Um I don't think they've I don't think they've had good rosters. Mm. I don't think they've had good rosters. Um I don't think Greek Freak, as good as he is, how Oh, here's a better question mm-hmm. How long does it take For a jump, for uh, somebody to develop a jumper He still don't got a jumper
3: He still doesn't have a jumper
5: He still don't got a jumper And We might as well go on and, and, and say it now do we, do we believe now And he may not ever develop it Right mm-hmm. But do we believe now That he's going to be that guy That shuts games down the reason why, and we we argued about this all that series last year, the Bucks and the Raptors. Yep. The reason why they're not going to win is because Greek Freak can't take over the game the way the Bucks need him to take over the game. Mm. We argued it all that entire series, me and you. I remember, right. yep. uh, I remember. Everybody came in the chat room. You crazy? He's averaging this and averaging that. Yep. I know what he's averaging, mm-hmm. but for him, to, for them to beat the Raptors, they need him to do more. Yep. And he couldn't do it. hmm They bring in Eric Bledsoe, and I'm, and that's obviously going to take some of the pressure off. Right. But do we believe that this year with Eric Bledsoe, he's going to be able... Because he still got to be that dude. Freak Freak still has to he be that dude. He still has to be that yes. dude yes. to to get the bucks out of whatever, whoever they play. Get out of the first round. First round.
3: He, you got to get out of the, the first round. second round. round.
5: If they do anything, it's right. going to be because of Greek Freak. Yeah, I agree. Or almost I agree. solely. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So is he that dude this year? Do we believe that? He's averaging more points this year. Mm-hmm. But, he, you know, pretty much rebound-wise, same thing. Maybe his right. sister a little bit better, maybe. Shooting ain't shit, really, still. You know what I'm saying? So do right. we believe because he's averaging maybe three more points, four more points from last year— that he going to be able to bring the points with Bresso? Is he going to be able to deliver them out the first round? Even if they made it to number three, I mean, mm-hmm. to number six, I'm sorry. Right. Where they were last year, made it to number six mm-hmm. and had to play, the, uh, per se, the Cavaliers or uh, right. the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Do we believe that?
3: We've seen nothing to, to say yes. To say yes. Yeah, so, we've seen nothing to so say yes. So
5: the construction of your roster had to be put on the feet of Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. And he didn't put together a roster, or he didn't develop Greek Freak fast enough. Right. To... Now, didn't you
3: say last year that Jason Kidd did say, hey, I want the Greek Freak to do him? Yeah. You know? And he and, 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 what's, and what's happened? He really, Greek Freak, at times... Couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't do it.
5: So does he lose his job for giving or trying to give the keys? To the Greek Freak, Does he lose his job for that? I doubt it.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: I doubt it because that's what the NBA wants. Right. If that's what the NBA wants. Then the Bucks gonna let it ride until the wheels fall off.
3: Right. Right.
5: So I. I mean, I don't. I, I think Jason Kidd should have got more time to develop. But
3: I agree, he should have got more he time. Should,
5: but if 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 they sat him down and said, "Look, man, you've been here for four years. The best secondary player that you got was Eric Bledsoe." Hmm.
3: Which was supposed to catapult this team into the top part of yeah. the conference,
5: Easy. and
3: they might be on the verge of missing the postseason. Yeah, if things shake out that yeah. way. So
5: that's that was that was the best secondary player you got, and you just got him, man. We we still just number eight. We gotta let you go because we was expecting to be a four five seed at this point mm-hmm. in the East, where you could they could have became a four five seed if had they been playing better.
3: Right? Are they? Are they? Is that roster better than the Washington Wizards
5: roster? No,
3: but could they beat...
5: Should they be with the Greek Freak? With who... Early this year, they were saying Greek Freak, early MVP. Mm-hmm. Remember, how, you remember those talks? I know yes. it seems like it was a long time ago. It does. Yeah. <laughs> those yeah. talks were happening. They should, they, they should be better than what they are right now, especially when in October... You were talking about a pre uh, 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 him being an, all, an MVP on your team, right? Right. I, you know, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't like. I said, I think they should give him more time. But, but if they sat him down and said, "This is why I'm firing you,"
7: mm-hmm. you
3: know, what what can you do? What can you do? But it, it sucks from the standpoint now because you you also heard some stuff where the Greek freak was like begging the front office to keep jason yeah. Kidd, whatever and so you have that and so now you get rid of kid and now you're putting into the psyche of these players like dag like we just lost we just lost our guy like yeah you know how, how do we move on from a mental standpoint at, at this point i mean this is still relatively a young roster i mean the 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 oldest veteran—I don't know who he's, if he's the oldest or not—but you'd have to say the veteran guy on the Bucks is Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe yeah. And what has Greg Monroe done to even warrant Greg be- Monroe, becoming a becoming yeah. a veteran to come in and you know shape the locker
5: room? I ain't gonna lie, and I liked I liked that move when it happened, but
3: yeah, but he—I don't yeah. think he's really made that much of an impact. Oh, he hasn't. You know,
5: he hasn't.
3: Uh, shout out to uh, Kevin Gray from Clutch Talk Sports here. He's in the chat room. He says Kid and Jabari Parker's relationship was non-existent, and it appeared his team was going in the wrong direction. It seemed, and I I forgot all about Jabari Parker.
5: Right, that's what I didn't forget about him. He just wasn't their best pickup. He should have been because right, he was drafted. He was drafted high. Yeah, you know, had some
3: promise, but the ACL injuries, and you don't know if he's going to be the same guy or not. Yeah, I forgot all about Jabari
5: Mm -hmm. Parker. Yeah, man. So, like I said, I disagree. I wish they would have gave him more time, but if they sat him down and said, these are the reasons, mm-hmm. then, uh, look.
3: And, you know, so, so be it, and man. He,
5: I mean, somebody will get him next year, or, you know, right? Somebody he, should
3: he should be picking job. up a job in the yeah. off season. Yeah. He really should be. He should be. Because he's a damn good coach, yeah, in my I opinion. Yeah, I think he's a good coach. I mean, to take that first Bucks team with no experience to the postseason. And
5: maybe, and maybe... Um, you know, another reason why he couldn't get a lot of people is because nobody wanted to play in Milwaukee, maybe. You know, like the, the, the city, the you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, that's the thing that kind of sucks with the NBA, because it seems like, like... Like, you remember back in the day where every franchise had their one guy, mm-hmm. like the Hornets had Lonzo and Larry Johnson... Yeah. Um, the Pacers had Reggie. The Bulls had Jordan, and some Man, of these other small. Bucks even had Ray Allen. Bucks, Bucks had Ray Allen Man. and the Dog. You know, back in back in those days, it it, it it seems like now, and I don't know if this is like some kind of media push, but it seems like these players, or I guess you call them millennials at this point, but it seems like. Everybody wants to play in the big cities. Yeah. They want to be in LA. They want to yeah. be in New York. They what want to be in Miami. It's
5: way more lit when you look at New York, Miami, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. And it's
3: beyond. And it's sort of become beyond what you do on a basketball court. Yeah. It's about getting that movie role. It's mm-hmm. about getting that endorsement deal with Nike, Adidas. It's about getting Gillette. all types of other, you know. Projects, yeah. You know, in these in these cities, in these bigger cities, and you know, when you look at a team like Milwaukee, <laughs> arguably a, a top ten player on a roster, you'd like to think, hey, you know, this team's gonna be good for a long time. The guy is gonna be in this French in this uniform for a long time. But at some point, if this team doesn't excel or take it to the next level, people are gonna want to start. Sh- to oh, New York. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having them, by the way, in, in the Knicks. I wouldn't mind having them, but I mean, they're going to start shipping them off to L.A., uh, San Antonio, yeah. even yeah. though San Antonio's not a big market, but it's, uh, well, it's a... It's a basketball market. It's a though. basketball market yeah. because of the titles Each that they brought right. in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they'll
5: be that for at least in, at least until they start sucking for 10 years after the pop or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They'll be good because they'll be good as a basketball team for the next... After after Pop retires, yep. that, that next five years afterwards, unless they go all the way down. Yeah, you know? yeah,
3: yeah, for real, for real. Um, Clutch Talk Sports, a.k.a. Kevin Gray, he's got a good point here. As y'all mentioned, I love the idea of David Fisdale coaching this team. It would fit r- right in immediately. He's talking about Fisdale with Fisdale the Bucks. Bucks yeah, yeah I, I would like that. I would definitely like to see that. Um, I would like to see Jason Kidd somewhere else
5: also. Yeah.
3: Um. There's rumors about um what's his what's his name? Uh Cavs coach Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue. Yeah, if they somehow, you know, let him go or something, you know, crazy happens. I wouldn't mind seeing Jason Kidd coach the Cavs. I w- I wouldn't mind seeing that.
5: Yeah. Yeah, no, I you're right. I wouldn't mind that. And that would be the 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 circus the circus that the Cavaliers, you know, like yep. <laughs> it, it, it'd be perfect Because if it worked It'd be amazing And if it didn't work the, the You know We'd have something To talk about every week Oh absolutely so, You know Absolutely
3: Yeah Alright folks The number to dial the show Is 240-532-2718 We're gonna take One last break here We come back And just uh, Give a couple of shout outs It was a big fight Over the weekend Man and We gotta shout uh, Errol Spence Jr. out For that yeah. one And then uh, A couple other things In sports So uh, Last break here, it's Maestro and Trey It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast We'll be back
2: Yo, this is your boy KC from the
8: Kicking it with KC show, show
3: When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen, Josie, and DJ
8: NuNu As they're kicking those vibes Hey,
0: what's up sports fans You Looking for a different type Of sports talk show Something you haven't heard before gotta check out the bs3 sports show every other saturday on two live Stews radio 1 p.m central time 2 p.m eastern sports talk at its finest always have great guests playing some good hip hop you don't want to miss it make sure to tune in to the bs3 sports show every other saturday at 1 p.m central time 2 p.m eastern
2: Okay, slate. You're calling the right man. Yeah, jump on. Yeah, uh. K. Yeah. Lizzie, yeah. Joey Crack, I see up there in the BX, baby. Coco Crack, sweat is our cologne.
4: We house the grinding house landing home. to the game. We
1: Yeah. we got uh, yo, uh, it's, whoa. I gotta be the flies like my homie from QB Though they don't be the sickest with jewelry whoa. Seen the TSPs they got they weighed up Do you see the size of his charm? Mr. Jacob Get you caked up, wanna get blinged out where the sky blue with chip chill I'm in out. down in Miami Say they love me. It's getting mad cause the wanna f- me Always lend an ear when they man ain't listening Put something mean in the ear to glisten Put them in the kitchen, let them get their bake on Loving how your f- falling out of the apron We be making love on the side of the road In the back of the box, the curtain is closed You know how it go We be laid back, puffing the f- Then it's back to the crib, down the coconut grove You know we the House, landing home to the
4: game, we play them. It's for y'all to sing. We bring them or oh not. Look what we got. Three boss players chilling in one spot. It's Joe and then we
2: got Joe and then we got Joe and then. Okay. Whoa, 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 Hold up, baby, sweetie, lady, darling. It's the whoa, way you treat me. Wait, no. whoa, it's the way whoa. I tap that last She calling me Pat, Pat, Dad. i knew use when I smack that. It's that pimped out demeanor, she pimped out with senior, it's the good limp without the Nina, how I spit the game game like I came from Yale, how the cops can't hold me, my name is Bill, she trying to get up now, is it the white on white uptown, to that white from uptown, It got her like, what now, got her trying to wind down, grind a little what now, got her with her eye on eye in every club now, how I'm on the street with a steal, how I ain't got to play the role, being myself just keeping it real, is it cause I'm giving her something to shake your feel, or how I get that change, or is it just that Name Joey, swear this out, cologne. We are house, landing home. we are done
4: to the game. We raise them, it's for y'all the same. We bring them all oh back. Look what we got. Three ball players chilling in one spot. It's Joe and then we got Joe and then we got Joe and then it's whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Me and you, your mama whoa. and your girlfriends too. We can take this too. We charge. And maybe we can overdose. <laughs> it ain't man. My life's a movie. Keep your mouth. Man, we a groupie. She let. In the back of the staircase, all I need is a run in a If you,
2: wonder why I'm MIA. is because I back with right on the back of the bike. And MIA, you yeah. can get up out that Hyundai boot, looking like she's off the runway too. Meet me at the crib, you can come straight through. Never shoes or pumps, straight boots like she's dripping shoes. Rendezvous, but oops, come coop with it. What you wanna do with it? Show my remember the name and get used to it. Swear this alcohol, we the house, grinding home. House,
4: to the game we bring them. for y'all to sing. we bring them oh my, look what we got three balls in one spot. It's then we got then we got then it's whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Whoa.
3: Whoa. 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 Welcome back y'all it's the barber shop sports talk podcast maestro styles and trey frazier here yep, in the house yeah Two four zero five three two two seven one eight. if you want to get in here shout out to the homie errol spence jr um yeah for uh for that fight man i i didn't even realize that he fought until you said something mm-hmm. and i didn't get a chance to really you know catch any highlights and all that good stuff
5: but well let me tell you what <laughs> well let me tell you Um, well, the fight was big and was important to me because Lamont Peterson, he fought Lamont Peterson from, uh, DC. Okay. And Lamont Peterson is a legend, is a legend. He's 30, 34, 35. He's trying to, he's trying to, um, as he's been talking about in his press conferences, he's trying to make the Boxing Hall of Fame and he realizes that he needs to, you know, I don't know how many fights he think he has or whatever, whatever, because, Um, but he's trying to fight those fights and win these important fights so he can be regarded as a Hall of Fame boxer. Mm-hmm. And uh one, I hope he makes it. And two, uh man, he ain't have a shot. Let me tell you something about it. you know Peterson didn't have a shot? Peterson didn't have a shot. And I and I rooted for him because, 'cause let's be clear, mm-hmm. he's a good fighter. He's okay. a good boxer. Lamont okay. Peterson is a good freaking boxer. Okay. But Earl Spence Jr. The dude is on another level. When you look at him, he look like a boxer. He talk like a boxer. And when you look at that dude fight, this dude is. I the first time I heard about Earl Spence was last May when he fought Cal Brook in uh okay in England somewhere in Europe somewhere. Um, you know, to gain to get a, uh to win a belt, mm-hmm. the belt that he that he just uh, def- uh you know put up in defense against Lamont Peterson. Yep, and um. And he I mean, he he made light work of Kell Brook, but it, not only did he make light work of Kell Brook, the punches are so sharp. They right, they, you know what I mean? Like right. they sharp, They you know what I mean? And then, uh, like his foot, like the dude, the dude just he he looked like the real deal, man. He like, and it, you know, I know uh, the last time we talked about this, I was. Saying this same thing about Bud Crawford. Yep. I'm and they they both welterweights. Daggone it, daggone it. This uh, Earl Spence Jr. He, uh, I'm not ready to say he better than Terrence Crawford yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to say that. Right. But the dude is the dude is sharp. He's sharp. So He's sharp. So here's my and question. He, uh, right. He, he I was, you can ask a question. He bungled. He bung Lamont Peterson, man. He bung him. He uh, uh, he won a uh, TKO in the eighth. Okay, okay,
3: yeah. Errol Spence Junior. twenty three and 0 with twenty knockouts. Lamont Peterson thirty five four and one with seventeen KOs. So here is my question:
5: Should I anticipate an Errol Spence Deontay Wilder? No, 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 no. You're talking about two different weight classes. Two different weight classes. Yeah. Okay. The the fight that um the fight. That Errol Spence wants is Keith Thurman. Okay. But um, Amir Khan is in that division. Danny Garcia. Um, um, uh, somebody else I'm forgetting. Bud Crawford. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they're in the same division, but they're welterweights. Um In the same class, but they're welterweights. De Soto, uh, according to Clutch Talk Sports, he
3: put De Soto in the chat room. I guess that's the next oh DeSoto guy. okay
5: that's the I think that might be the guy that he has to fight but he wants mm-hmm. Keith Thurman okay and Keith Thurman was you know they've been you know bantering back and forth amongst each other via social media and press conferences or whatever so yep um but I yeah I'm ready to see Errol Spence fight the big dogs man because I the dude. He making lightweight of everybody else. He making lightweight of everybody else. That's what's up. Man. Um, I'm ready to see him fight the fight the big dogs and and I hope I have to watch his next fight. You, I have to keep an
3: eye. On I this would
5: guy. I would I would encourage you to watch this last fight, even if you just watch the highlights. Uh-huh. I would encourage you to watch this fight. This dude, okay. the dude is sharp. It's sh- I mean, if you if you want to just watch a dominant fight, right? Uh, man. That's something. that's man. What's up. I yeah, I am gonna keep my
3: eye on this guy. But shout out to future. Lamar
5: Peterson because even though he was out, out with it, he ain't no sucker. He went in there and he fought and he yeah. You know what I mean? He um it's at funny, his record he looks like a pretty good boxer. It's right? funny when you um it, before the eighth, mm-hmm. um his trainer said to him, uh, you know, it don't look good for you, it don't look good for you mm-hmm. and um and uh Lamont Peterson was like, you know, well, if you're going to call it, call it, whatever, whatever. Right. But his uh, trainer knew that he didn't want him to call it. So he uh, watched, um, watched Lamont Peterson get up, as you know, thinking he going to fight the eighth round, waiting for his back to get turned Right. and right. called off the fight because he didn't want no, you know, no riff with uh, Lamont Peterson because Lamont Peterson, you could tell Lamont Peterson could still fight. Right. Yep. But his eye was... Like we need to stop this fight. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying you know he he wanted to go gladiator style, whatever, whatever. But he he told him nah, man. And 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 but I respect Lamont Peterson because he got hard and he could fight. He could fight. Um, he could fight. Man, I, that's, that that's that up. he could fight. That's, he's a good. That's what's up, he's man. a damn good boxer. And shout out to his younger brother, uh, Anthony Peterson. I think he is. I think it is. Who won a fight earlier that day too? So okay, yeah, okay. Shout out to him. Wish, wish I kind of had uh, a train on here to yeah, discuss I, I, a little bit further, yeah, man. Yeah.
3: That that's uh, that's. I, crazy. T- I
5: did. It's funny because I text him um, during the uh, fight because the undercard. Um, this guy named Robert Easter beat uh, I forget some some kid from Dominican or some some Spanish kid I forget his name, mm-hmm. but um, he beat uh, he beat the Spanish kid. But he shouldn't have beat the Spanish. They gave him a decision where, and, and it was the wrong decision because Robert Easter got waxed by this Spanish kid, mm. and, and, and 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 for me it wasn't close. Wow. And um, so I was texting him, telling him like, yeah, you, you know, you know, Easter just stole the fight because it ain't no way both of them dudes saw, but all three of them dudes saw that. Um, that used to beat that guy, so I did right, talk to him, right. but I I, I I don't know. I guess I I, I I that was my fault. Well, you know, shout out to the homie A
3: Train man. Absolutely, I dot com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We we got to get him back on the show at some point, man. But uh, Robbie Anderson, man. Robbie Anderson. That's a that's a true one right there. Man. And I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, man,
5: I ain't heard nothing about him getting beat down by the police. Who he said it to? Uh huh. Um, I ain't heard nothing about, you know, them pen drugs, you know, shooting right. him. He obviously didn't get shot. Yep. Hey, man. Uh, progress? Progress? Question mark?
3: Uh, yes. If you tell a progress? cop you're going to bang his wife and ejaculate her <laughs> in
5: her <laughs> eye. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah, it's progress. And shout out to Robbie Anderson for pushing the envelope. Push yeah. the envelope on it, you
3: know. I don't know if
5: they talk. I, they some cops. Some cops mm-hmm. talk to us greasy. So yeah.
3: Now I don't know because you know he got money and all that. I don't know about that. And but at the, because, at the same time, if you're a cop and you pull this guy over, you probably don't know who Robbie Anderson is because I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what the dude look like. I just know I he play for the Jets. Yeah, I
5: know what Robbie Anderson look like, but right. he got pulled over because he was doing like a hundred. In a forty-five,
3: <laughs> crazy. That's why you
5: got pulled over.
3: Crazy. So
5: it's like, yeah, you should have got pulled over. But hey, man, way to use your money privilege, brother. And you got. And, and for all intents and purposes, Robbie Anderson got away with it.
3: Hey, bravo, bravo!
5: Applause to you, sir, because he told he told the dude, "I will fuck your wife and nut in her eye."
3: Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Black Lives Matter.
5: Man, listen,
3: progress right there, man.
5: Progress. Alright, um so I did hear about
3: this movie that's coming out about uh Aaron Hernandez and my first thoughts was why? Yeah. I mean what's the like what's the point? I yeah. mean was was Aaron Hernandez and I and I get when that whole story broke out that it was sort of like a little bit of musty TV mm-hmm. in terms of the court case and the girlfriend and the kid and all that stuff and odin lloyd and his family yeah but at this point man it's like why like
5: i would think i would guess that if they're gonna do a movie on aaron hernandez that it's gonna be more about the um it's gonna either be more about the odin lloyd situation.
7: Mm-hmm. Part of it, right. or it's
5: going to be, or even deeper and would be interesting. is going to be about the brain, the brain whole, the whole brain situation, the CTE like the, stuff, right? You and think all of that? Now, that's, that's interesting. Would be an interesting story. If I had to take a guess on right. why they'd be making the Aaron Hernandez story, I would think they'd be making a movie based That'd be interesting. on his brain activity and you know the research on that. Probably got to go. Way back and
3: cover his college career at Florida, yeah, and then cover his time with the Patriots, yeah. obviously, yeah. That yeah, and that that would kind of make sense if there was any
5: if there, sense. was any if there was any drug use outside of marijuana, like maybe right. they would highlight that and try to tie that into yep. what maybe what was going on in his brain and how they were treating it when they yep. saw early signs of it in Florida. If they did, mm-hmm. like I think that would be interesting. That'd be interesting movie. I I'd, I'd watch that
3: certainly. Um, whenever these things come up when guys pass away they die however whether it's tragedy suicide or whatever mm-hmm. and people want to make money off of telling the story about this yeah i would just hope for once if if it happened already cool but for once that all proceeds to this movie
8: Go goes to that, to that kid girl. goes yeah. to that little girl it, it, exactly absolutely exactly
3: cuz it's just a lot of these movies that come out About, you know, people in their past and that have long gone passed away and they don't see none of the proceeds. Mm -hmm. The families don't get a check. So Mm -hmm. to me, this little girl, she's got to get a check. Yeah. You know, to put put her through all that and to, you know, put that on TV and all
5: that. and, 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 And then if they decide to not. You know Make this a, a You know More like a case study Type of movie mm-hmm. They decide to make him Like the evil bad guy Right To this child Yeah You know what I'm saying Like depicting Like you know Right her, her friends going to the movie To see a movie About her father Right As this bad guy Who's shooting and killing Or stabbed I, I don't remember if He shot or stabbed Or whatever he did Right Right Um, You know And then Right Go to school on Monday Like yeah I saw your, the movie About your father Like <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: and 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 it's funny you mentioned the CTE part because now it's still gonna beg the question: What does the NFL do now? Yeah, because when the Will Smith movie came out, we were questioning yeah. to the NFL: Hey, what's what's your role? What yeah. you gonna? What you? How do you respond to how that? You respond to that, right? You know, yeah. is it is the safety that you guys yeah. try to promote, which I think sometimes is BS or. Are you gonna really, really address the issues? Issues, right? You know.
5: So. I mean, but uh, for all intents and purposes, Duselyan they're trying to address the issues. But so I'm not gonna sit here and act like they're not trying to address the issues. But, right. Right. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, no, no. It's I cool. I was
5: going to. Say, I was going to. Um, cause I didn't see it in the notes, but I thought I put it in the notes. Um, did you see the trailer for the uh, Joe Paterno movie on HBO?
3: I did not see the trailer. I am aware that it's coming out. Um.
5: Pacino, the, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino's playing yep. Joe Paterno. I we I know we talked about. This we did talk about this, on an yep. earlier episode, but yep. I, the trailer came out. I put it on the uh, on the Facebook page, uh-huh. and um, I'll I'll tell you why I'm interested in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, the first I, I, to my recollection, the first words were, "Did you know about Jerry Sandusky?" Mm. Like that's how they painted. Yep. Right, the canvas of what this movie might be about. Yep, nigga, I'm for that. Yep, I'm for that. You, okay, I so you you to it? Okay, I'm watching that. Okay, I'm, if you're telling me okay. that it's going to be that they're going to deal with how they thought that happened, then mm-hmm. you know, you know, you going to deal with that part, right? Oh yeah, I'm for it. I'm watching it. I how much of know. the truth
3: do you think will kind of Come to light through the. Movie. I don't know what the hell the truth is so. because you, because you really got to. I mean, his his family, paternal's family, has to somewhat get involved in this project. I would think
5: you would think, but no, they don't. Well, if they don't if anything, it would be if anything, it would be harmful. If you're going to go to Jerry Sandusky, role right, it'd be harmful to bring them in because they' biased. They they don't think their father, right, even if he did, or right, they don't. They're going to go with putting him in a positive light, mm-hmm. even if the light shouldn't or it, be or positive. anybody
3: on that staff for that for that matter. I, do do yeah, you go to somebody on that staff? I
5: would go to Penn State, and I would go with former Penn State people that were there mm-hmm. before I went to the family.
3: Because now, does it kind of
5: if you're going that route,
3: right? So now with those people. Do they sort of put themselves out on Front Street if they kinda of tell a little bit of the story? Like, yeah, like, you know, Paterno did this. I would think he, he didn't want to have anything to do with such and such. I he knew hope, about it.
5: I would hope that they would make it make the sources anonymous. I would hope. I would hope so too. I would hope. <laughs> you know, but I would I would mm-hmm. hope so. But otherwise but otherwise but what, it, be it wouldn't any, be genuine. But it'd be oh whatever. You know, because you still got to kind of protect your, your, you know, what you want, got going on. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, that's but true. that's true. But I tell you, it'd be much, it would be way more interesting if they decided, yeah, I said it, he knew all about it. Mm. And this is how, you know what I'm saying? Right. That would be lit. That right, definitely right. be lit. Big L, what's up, man?
3: Yeah, I see you in the chat room, Big L. What's good, man? Appreciate you. Um, Boogie Cousins had a pretty statistical night last night. Forty-four points, was twenty-four rebounds. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think it was last
5: night. Okay, double overtime.
3: Uh, yep, yep, mm-hmm. double overtime. Uh, ten re, no, ten assists. Ten
5: assists, forty-four,
3: twenty-four, and ten. Yep, yep. Uh, last person to do that. I, I don't remember the guy, but happened some long years ago. Long time ago. Long, we long,
5: we, time we
3: were ago. we were little seeds. Yeah. At that point in time, so shout out to the homie Boogie Man. Yeah, man. You know, I. You,
5: I mean, it was it was a double overtime, and you still barely won against Chicago. But
3: that's the crazy thing yeah. about it. But
5: but you still did
3: it. Yep. And you won. And you're in a playoff mix. There you go. I'm, inter- I'm interested to see what they could do what, what, what in that? a postseason. Um, the Pelicans. I thought the last time I checked that. Oh, oh, got some issues here.
5: Oh, there we go.
3: All right. Um, you were asking about the Pelicans and the standings, right?
5: Yeah, I, I, I could have just looked that up on my phone, too.
3: Yeah, I, I think the last time I checked, they were in the sixth spot in the Western Conference. Oh,
5: okay. So they ain't even, like, at the bottom. You know, they're they actually doing something, I mean.
3: Yeah, they, they're doing something. I Especially mean, they consider they, in the West. Yeah, they've been kind of in and out, you know, sporadically. But, yeah, right now, 25 and 21, mm-hmm. uh, number six seed. If the playoffs started, they play the Timberwolves now that would be an interesting be series a, it
5: would be interesting even though I think they'd be getting up out of there
3: the Pelicans yeah yeah I, I kind of agree yeah. man I, I give the T-Wolves a shot at the conference
5: final appearance man. I do I, and I've been saying it and I've been saying it so mm-hmm. I, I do
3: I, I really give them a, a really good shot at that man Uh, yeah you got war, Warriors obviously at the top Rockets the two seed 33 and 12 um, you you know that 17-0 and 0 when Capella, Blake, I mean, not Blake, um, CP3 and Harden are on the floor, the floor together. Yeah, mm-hmm. So that's pretty important for them. T-Wolves, 31-18. The Spurs at the four seed, 30-18. and 18. The Thunder, who I thought was going to get in this top four, their number five. Um, but they've played some better they basketball some better as of basketball,
5: late. Absolutely, and they blew, uh, blew out. Cavaliers Sunday
3: Oh yeah that That's the or game Saturday. That uh, All the talk about The Kevin Love thing yeah, uh-huh. You know Kind of transpired mm-hmm. And all that um, I'm not buying into Any of that garbage man yeah. Just wake me up When April May And June right. come right. Now, That's that's all I gotta Say about that yeah. And then You know Round out the bottom Of the west You got the Trailblazers At 7 And the Nuggets At 8 um, And then the Clippers Is right there They're hanging in there At uh, 23 and 23 So um, I I think the West is pretty much what it is, unless the Clippers could find a way to. Clippers and you, you you think they're
5: out? Yeah, I don't believe in the Clippers, and they try and get rid of DeAndre. So they get rid of DeAndre. Well, yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, we got to wait till the deadline yeah, and see they what they do with that.
3: over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right about definitely. that. And Blake can't stay healthy worth a damn. Yeah. So, um, Shout yeah. So out. that so that I'm top to eight. <laughs> So that top 8 right there might be your really your top 8 yeah. in the West. Mm-hmm. And then the East, Celtics 1, Raptors 2, Cavs 3, Heat 4, which is stunning in, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. You know, your Wizards is 5, Pacers 6, Bucks 7, and the Sixers number 8 with uh, the Pistons and the Knicks 9 and 10 right there. So um, we'll see what happens. The East, it, it seemed like the East is going to get a little more compelling Especially if the Cavs are number three, like they're—I mean—they're one game away from being (coughs) the number four seed. They're Mm -hmm. two games away from being the number five five seed. Yeah, you know, so you know, we'll 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 see what happens. But Cleveland, as far as the defense goes, ain't looking too good, man.
5: Nope, ain't looking too good. What what happened
3: to uh, Jay Crowder? Like, wasn't he supposed to be like the best defender?
5: Uh, don't seem like he knocking down shots. That's for sure. From, I watched, um, highlights, of not the, not the Saturday game. Um, maybe it was a Thursday game. I watched highlights of. Mm-hmm. and, um, uh, yeah, man, he ain't knocking down shots. I mean, they, they thought they had a guy who could knock down that, like, kind of like what Bruce Bowen used to do back in the day. They thought, they had Oh a guy yeah, guy yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And knock down, the knock down the three mm-hmm. and he knocking down the three. And, the, and I, I tend to think that the defense issues are um are what they're saying. Mm-hmm. people with other agendas.
3: Agendas, age, I mean, let's be honest, it's not the youngest team in the league. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty old in yeah. certain positions. Um yeah, Isaiah uh, Thomas is not a good defender. I he's mean, it's a liability yeah. to defend a point guard position and so it's
5: a liability to defend anywhere.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And now
5: that he ain't fast, now he ain't fast no more. Right. It's like.
3: Right. You you think that's because of the hip, right? Yeah. He's
5: not fast because his hip is injured. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know if his hip is. He ain't young neither. So we don't know if his hip going to necessarily get back. Right. Is Derek Rose still on the roster? Yeah. He's playing tonight. He is. Okay. Yeah, he oh, was he was? was? Yeah, he was playing. He tonight. was out there? Oh, yeah, okay. He was out there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That... It's funny cuz the only play I saw he was right uh going to the rack and got knocked on his ass.
3: Oh, were? Yeah. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Derrick Rose. Hey, so why are you upset with ESPN? What what what's going on? Look,
5: man. Um shout out to um whoever in the um in a uh private messenger group. Uh, Facebook group, or maybe it was a group, me, whoever, mm-hmm. uh, put out an uh, an advertisement for a, uh, a podcast that's called, uh, shit. I oh yeah. It. We talked about this yeah. in the pregame. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find the name of this podcast because they deserve to be acknowledged for who they are. And it's a, um, it's called. We leave you this. It's a married couple. Yes, It's yes. a married couple um, who they're podcasting. Um, they're podcasting, I, I guess, for their child. Right. So when their child grows up, they can, um, you know, kind of have a uh, audio journal of who their parents were, things of that right. nature. Right. Right. Dope idea. Um. The, I, so they put it on saying that this podcast was coming on. We leave you with this. Um. I think I just said it right. And uh, yep.
3: We leave you with this dot com. Yeah. But
5: the podcast.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Um. They um. They had Michael Smith on. Right. From uh, Sports Center. His and hers His fame. Sports Center. The at six. six o'clock. The six. Yep. And um. So I listen. Of course. I, you know. I. I don't. He doesn't do a lot of press. Or interviews or things of that nature. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's interesting dude because I used to listen to the podcast, right? And I'd be the first to admit that... he was on Breakfast Club one time, yeah. you know, and uh had ninety seven and Sweat. He did. A, they they did a. They oh, with the, Rosenberg and uh, no. Ebro. Yeah, they, yeah, the morning. Right, show. right, right, right. They yeah. was on the morning show. They they did a press run mm-hmm. for Sports Center at six o'clock. I mean, that's what they did. Right. Um. So it wasn't just Breakfast Club. They did a run. Okay. Like, it was a press run promoting. Yeah, that that's right. That's right. That yep. They were doing this. Yep. And um, but he don't. You know, he don't do a whole bunch of social media, nothing like that. He pretty much. Right. Do his show, go home to his kids. Do his job, go home to his kids.
3: ESPN got that on lock.
5: Yeah, so well, I would imagine that his family got it on lock. That um too. Yeah, so so all that to say is, you know, I was interested because he a funny dude to me. Like I like, you know, right. I don't know him, but you know, I like what he do on the sh- on, on on air. Mm-hmm. Seeing like a funny dude, to, you know, whatever. So I, I definitely, you know, w- listened to it Monday. And I'm thinking I'm about to get a whole bunch of you know funny jokes, ha ha, you know. And um, so they were in in the in the interview. They was telling them, you know, uh, you know, congratulations. I guess they had won a, some type of an award um, recent, that past week or whatever. Uh huh. And um, and Michael Smith was just like, first of all, shout out to him because he was very candid. Um, he gave them a great interview. I don't know how popular this podcast is, right, but um, oh, I tell you this is how he get they got him mm-hmm. to do the show uh, two uh when Clemson won the um the title last year um no no won the title Clemson played somebody. And uh, Michael Smith Oh regular on, season I, game I, maybe? I don't know They okay. played somebody Okay And uh, Michael Smith Had alluded I guess alluded to On Twitter mm-hmm. That Clemson wasn't Going to win Okay So the guy And I missed their names In the podcast But the guy Tweeted him mm-hmm. Saying you know uh, Nah Clemson Going to win If Clemson wins You got to do our podcast Oh Mike Smith said cool No doubt Clemson won Right right Two years go by Uh and I guess you know conflict schedules, whatever. Sure. whatever. Yep. Two years go by, and you know he does it, mm-hmm. and it's funny because Michael Smith said he forgot that that was even why he agreed to do the podcast. Right. Remember that he agreed to it. Right. Right. Um. So. Uh. But long story short, they was telling him, and he he was like, "Man, I am not happy." With where I'm at right now, mm. with where the show is at right, right now, right, right, and you know, I guess they thought they was gonna ask him questions about how you know what about their relation, his him and Jameel's relationship, yeah, and you know, and and you know, no disrespect, you know, like I ain't gonna say nothing disrespectful. I thought they was going to like do the fluff, puff him up, and tell him he how great he is and stuff like that, right? And he gave, he started giving like throwing gems like you know i thought espn was gonna um you know they told us you know we gonna we gonna let y'all do y'all right and, and, and this and that and right and and they didn't and i'm not happy and, i'm not surprised yeah i'm mad at espn right now because those dudes oh i'm sorry those people jamel and and michael smith
3: hmm
5: outside of first take right and the only reason I'm saying, the only reason I'm putting First Take above Michael and Jamel is because of First Take, the brand yes. of First Take. Right. But if you asking me, what I pick who would I pick, Stephen A. and Max over or Jamel and Michael Smith? Mm-hmm. It's Jamel and Michael Smith every single time. They're just more interesting people. More interesting people to me. Yep. Um, you know, the realest thing, and I tweeted this. The realest thing that Michael Smith has ever done to me, mm-hmm. uh, or done for for me, you, yeah, um, it was a his and hers podcast, and he was telling a story about how um, I think he was telling a story about um, like how they they used to go to like strip clubs at a young age, mm-hmm. and um, and I you might not know this song. It's a song that's deeply in in my household because I was big on my family. My uncle, my cousins, we was big on Suave House, mm-hmm. rap a lot, you know, that that right. type of music. Right. And um and he started singing Teela Show Enough mm-hmm. on the podcast. And they had to beep it, like beep it out. Because right, right, right. I I'ma find a song. I'm gonna oh, find man. a song because
3: Oh man.
5: Anybody who know about Teela or know about Suave House, um this is a legendary song and to hear um, and to hear Michael Smith or anybody for that matter singing that song on air, um, I gotta hear that. <laughs> he he oh, he he automatically <laughs> became legendary for me. Oh and,
3: man! <laughs> oh, this beat is so familiar.
5: Yeah, I I, do. I, I, I really want to get to the hook, but.
3: This is definitely pole music right here. That, this is definitely. It's
5: that pimping right here, man. Yeah,
3: this is like.
5: Oh, this then. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh no, hell no, hold on. I'm sorry. That, that ain't that, the joint. That, no, nah, that's the song. That's the. Uh-huh. I that, that needs the the I the, the the. Oh, you. version. Because <laughs> because it, I'm not doing Teela justice. If I play y'all
3: the um, the rated G the, the, version, yeah, I gotta. Yeah,
5: hold on, keep, keep on, keep. On. Oh man, but, yeah, I gotta hear that though. Uh, we, I'm gonna find it, but but,
3: but it, it, I guess in in response to the podcast he did, man, I I guess if we're gonna get a a list celebrity on our podcast, we got to go on Twitter and bet some and celebrity. Bets, yeah, I, I guess that's what we got to do, man. Cause we, I think we made two attempts to get somebody that's in the business on the podcast, and just hasn't worked out. Whether it's schedule or any other thing. So is this the? Yeah, see, YouTube is the best yeah. to get what you gotta get.
5: Yeah, hold on, with the hook about to come on. Imagine uh, anybody singing this song on air, right? On ESPN.
3: Yeah, that's a party song.
5: Yeah. All right. So he on ESP he on ESPN podcast talking right. about hoes with no clothes showing love. Right. Shaking that ass in the club, nigga. What? That's Michael. That's the. That's podcast. ESPN pod- yeah. I mean. And I know ESPN probably don't pay that much attention. And they to and they've
3: had other episodes yeah. where they've kind of you know, you know, drop some drop some f bombs yeah. and all that. Well, stuff. Well,
5: they ble- they bleep it out on ESPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. point is, is that that was happening on ESPN. I, I I understand that it's not the TV platform. Right. It was happening on ESPN, y'all. Mm-hmm. Michael Smith is a legend to me for that alone. So um, I don't I so all that to say. ESPN, man, y'all better stop playing with the best, the best talent that y'all have on ESPN. Y'all better stop playing with them, cause what you know what's real? <coughs> what's up? What's stopping them from? I, I what's 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 stopping them from leaving for real? They uh. They they have the name. They got the brand. They got the brand. I mean, FS One. Obviously, obviously, I mean, not even if it's not. I'm not even talking about FS One, because FS One is gonna them to some extro- I'm talking about ownership, doing your own thing. Why can't they do that? Why can't they do a Facebook show live every every week or look or every day? Holla
3: at Jesus and Miro, the kid, yeah. and see if they could get on Viceland.
5: Even if they don't do that, I'm just t- I mean, but it's so many. Y'all are gonna leave. Y'all are gonna mess up mm-hmm. and, and lose the best talent that y'all have.
3: Yep. Next to what you got at because first take.
5: Because y'all won't let them be them.
3: Yeah, well...
5: Man, ESPN, ESPN... You better get your mind right, man. ESPN
3: got some tough decisions yeah, anyway.
5: Because it's the... Because this... Because it's shit like this is is the right. reason why... Y'all, we looking at FS1 like they might be making moves.
3: Yeah, they they have tough decisions um, ESPN to make. I mean, they got to find out who's going to replace John Gruden for one... Um, which I, I think is probably going to be Rex Ryan, yeah. if I had to guess. I don't,
5: th- I, I, I don't think that whoever they'll get will be as good as John Gruden. No, he I, won't. I don't, think they'll find, I don't think they'll have a problem replacing him, though. Yeah, they won't have a problem. Yeah.
3: I think Rex is that guy, yeah. if, if I had to guess. But they got to figure that out. Um, And then, I mean, just with some of the programming, man. I mean, they had Russello and Will Kane do that show until Russello decided, hey, I'm out of here. Yeah. And then they give... Will Kane his own thing, and I, I, I listened to that on the way to South Carolina Friday uh-huh. during the day. Um, I mean, I don't really
5: care for Will Kane.
3: It's yeah. I mean, I could, I could live without listening to his show. Like, yeah. I'm really not that intrigued by his show and what they have to talk about. And obviously, the topic was about Brady and the hand and all that. Yeah. So that was sort of regurgitated throughout for most of the day into the afternoon. Um. Listen, man, FS1 is the network right now. I mean, and that's what I love about XM Satellite Radio, um, Sirius XM, is the Fox Sports Channel 83. Mm-hmm. They broadcast Undisputed and um, Speak for Yourself, even though I'm not as much of a fan, yeah. you know, with Whitlock and all that. Mm-hmm. But they they pretty much kind of simulcast their shows that we watch on TV on FS1. So, ESPN got to get it together at some point, man. Otherwise, FS1 is just gonna FS1 is gonna be the new ESPN if yeah. if if they don't get their act together. Yeah,
5: I mean it's gonna take a while for that to happen because. Oh yeah. But yeah, man, y'all y'all need to get y'all y'all stuff together, man. Yeah, Y'all need to get it together. But you
3: know, you know what else it is though, and and I, and I think this could help ESPN they probably have to start airing more sports programming in terms of games. Because if you noticed, like, when ESPN was what it was in the 90s, Mm -hmm. you had Major League Base... I mean, they pretty much aired the four major networks. Even the NHL, at one point, was on ESPN. And for the most part, they were considered... Sports programming plus Sports Center. Yeah. Now it's More, Sports uh, Center. Stuff. First take. It's you know it's these shows. It's highly questionable. It's it, yeah. it's all these talk shows where people giving their and opinions we, and, we, and a little less, you know, basketball, baseball, whatever, football, whatever games. So you don't think, think there should
5: be talk shows in the afternoon? Or oh, Primetime rather?
3: Um, I think there's certain shows that have nostalgia that they should keep. PTI they gotta keep. No yeah. question about that. Yeah. Around the horn, nostalgia. Yeah. You gotta keep that. Yeah. But I, c- I could deal without Highly Questionable with Levitar. I I could deal without that. Mm-hmm. Um I I could deal without um what's what's the other one that comes on in the midday? Um well I guess it's still sports center. It's still sorta of sports center, but the one that Carrie does the Coast to coast thing at twelve o'clock. Carry, bro. Well, no, you you could keep Carrie. Yeah. You, you could keep Carrie. I mean, I'm talking about her show though. Oh, the show? Yeah, I'm well, talking about her show. Nah, I mean, if if they canceled the show, I wouldn't be upset, but just don't get rid of Carrie. Yeah, you you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? not get
5: rid of Curry. Curry, an asset. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Definitely. Did did you see her recent um? Picture on Instagram? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh man, I, I gotta I've been show this.
5: people on Instagram, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been unfollowing a lot of people. Yeah,
3: you know, I'm I'm looking at my Instagram, and for some reason there, it seems like there's always somebody that's like loading pictures of stuff like crazy. Like they'll load seventy four pictures and like. A matter of two hours and oh, you yeah. just start getting stuff in there mm. and i i I can't stand that so
5: no, I, just, I just realized that i need this
3: so that was a long recent long. picture of carrie right yeah. there yeah. okay yep well, yep can so. yeah check her out man yeah. at carrie champion on instagram right there
5: as if as if we needed to co-sign her instagram page i know right that probably she need to that. pay us for that yeah, <laughs> yeah, <is>. yeah right <laughs> yeah right
3: right uh-huh. Word, word. Hey, you probably probably need to hit her up on Twitter or something. Some. Shout shout her out for this picture right here.
5: Something.
3: You know, get some feedback from you. Alright, y'all. That that's it for the show, man. Um shouts out to everybody in the chat room tonight, man. Um just wanna hot thank give thanks to uh Rick Curdy for joining Absolutely. us. Thank you know, you, man. for a good twenty minutes there. Um pretty interesting things coming from him and from Charlotte and all that. So Best wishes to him, and thanks for him to join this podcast. Uh, To the folks in the chat room, appreciate you. To the folks out there listening, uh, we appreciate you as well. Uh, Just a few reminders. um, Check out the Facebook page. Check out the Instagram page also, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on Twitter, like we talked about, at Barbershop SPOR2. And we got the WordPress blog site, and we're going to be doing some really Good things with that coming soon. Be on the lookout for that, and you want to check this out on demand. Just go to Spreaker.com to our page. You could also go to Apple Podcast or you go to Google Play Podcast. So that's it for the show, folks. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier signing off, man. Uh, we'll holler at you guys next week. Yeah, peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Like this is the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Make sure y'all tune into us every Tuesday night, seven o'clock to nine o'clock p.m. Eastern time.
0: A little bit, okay, yo, if you can, if you can get it out. I ain't gonna say it because I'll mess it up. Go ahead though, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I and in the place. Here to do our step up time time to claim something that's real out here you know what i'm saying something that you can live for you know what i'm saying your seeds you know what i'm saying time to build time to step up yo i stay at the center of news the gossip and interview you can't lose g overstand the rules see the style can get rude when you witness the guard of the groove saying the shit is smooth to make your move show improve plus attract a lot yeah, I'm hot, like what, up in your face with the product? No hesitation in the world of frustration, cause I'm facing a grown man's sports Check situation. It. Each time we hit the studio, we lay down laws with no pause. We already belittled the flaws. share perfection like the ultimate driving machine. We stand lean and always literate what we mean. Brothers, don't be overstanding the plans that we be having. Crushing all these clowns, cause it's all about the mic rabbit. I'm from the land where the righteous and the rude rest. The Vernerville we live for life, it be the true Step test. Up. Step up time, step up, yeah. Step up time
1: Step up time, step up, yeah. Step up time, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step up time, step up, step up time, step up, kid. Step up time. The prayer starts, now you smell
2: the first sparks of the flame huh. The guards warned me that it's not a game, so it's he, so proceed The first seed was dropped when I and I came to rock the spot what? I caught the props when I flocked to the hot jams at the city huh. The shorties look pretty, wanna join my committee of root Boy rebels, underground like the devil But I never prayed, just maintain eyes, dazed from smoke And thoughts about the stages getting smoked Concentration on going for broke you know you can't cope with the roster with the fire in his eyes. Yo, there ain't no surprise, I keep live to survive the shit I can't get caught up as a victim. But if I do, I go out licking, over the stickin', cause I'm about fed up as a fat boy. It's time for I and I to make noise.
1: step up Step up, time, step up. Step up, time, step up. Step up time, Step up time, step up, step up, step up time. Step
0: up, step up time, step up, step up time, yeah, yeah, step up time, yeah. yeah. So now you know there's no need to stop, elevating, penetrating the glass top. Hold on to manhood with all your life Cause some situations are bound to give strife You won't get a harvest if you don't sow seeds ill gain wealth brings stress from dirty deeds The choices that you make will fulfill your needs But the shit you go through will be hard to believe Yo, this shit's ridiculous And I should know by now Still this particular flow gets me over somehow From selling krills in the streets To making fat beats You're fucking with cheats to make your ends meet mm. The wrong move spells defeat So wisdom is shown Things I see versus the knowledge is known. I won't apologize for seeds I sown. It's step up time, you on your own. So step up, step up time, step up. Step up time, yeah, yeah. Step up time, step up. Time. Step up time, come on. Step up time, step up, time.
1: step up time, step